following podcast depicts open and honest opinions about what makes Master of the Universe such an ass kicker. If you or someone you know has a sandy vagina about such things and just, uh, just you know, opinions that don't agree with theirs, parental discretion is advised. Welcome to a brand new edition of Fans of Power Podcast, where we just we just piss off everybody. That is what we do on this podcast. And if you don't appreciate that, then the rest of you can bugger off, as the English might say there. As James I'm Tyler said. Baker, and with me as always is the Trap Jaw to my Skeletor, the Rotten Amato, Joe Amato, and the Wade Garrett to my Dalton, Nasty Nate hey. Gentlemen, are we ready to uh, have an ass kicker of a night? I, b- I believe so. Uh, I, I want, I'm, I'm celebrating because I got this in the mail yesterday. Go buy the shirt. It's a, it's on Joe's Tee Public. If you want to have man, it's called Man Days. <laughs> you get man at arms. He, he's just like, nah, nah. He, 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 he can't go on. It's it's fantastic. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, Joe, for doing that. that. No problem. I was laughing my ass off redrawing that because when we did that episode talking about the magazine and I said that image always annoyed the hell out of me in that Master Universe magazine for that story. Said, it just looks so goofy. And you're like, oh, that's it. We got to have that on the shirt. Got to have that on the shirt. I was like, Am I really redrawing this? <laughs> so I did. I redrew the whole thing. You, added spe- you see something in a magazine and upload within 24 hours. I'm begging you to upload things you've already got in hand and you're like, Oh, well, you know, I'm looking at my own butt. I'll get around to it, Tyler. <laughs> well, there was one thing I've been wanting to do, but i got to wait a couple more weeks to do that one for Tyler. But I'll get something up. I'll redraw it. But... something. Give me balls up. I don't care. Just give me something I could put on a new tank top or a, a T-shirt or something. You know, i I, 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 I got to have something new, man. I'm, I'm getting this urge to want to buy something he-man, and, like, there's nothing to buy at the moment. Well, I'll, I'll new, pick new new images on on apparel, and that is all I got. Well, I will. I will get something up. But that one, that was a shocker, and it was just it just seemed like a Nathan thing. Not not that I'm picking on Nathan, but I know Nathan loves the, some of the weirdest, goofiest things that just make people say, "What the hell is that on I the mean, shirt for? What's that?" Like, so I see what you mean. Like, I, it, I'm just gonna show it off again. I'm just gonna get kind of close. I can't even see it. Oh yeah, I mean so yeah, like Tyler. Oh shit, Tyler. Tyler and Joe, like they they can't. Well, Tyler's not like. Well, I can see it on. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I'll have to just go to T Public real quick and see if I can't find it. <laughs> look at that. When you look at it, I love it. I love that. That's so silly. And it's just. Uh, uh, I don't know. It, it is a very me kind of kind of thing. Oh God. Oh man. So yeah, you while you look that up, Tyler, I'm gonna say hello to everybody and also a happy birthday to Fed Mindset. Happy he birthday. Said it's his, yeah, so there you go, man. But let me get to the people here in the chat room. Jaime Mares, JSP, Zentron, Zen Brown, Gavin the Nerd, Adam Gabbard, Darth Baca, Aaron Anderson's here, Grimbot's here. Um, uh, did I miss? Oh, Daniel Carhoonan, who's always supporting us. Appreciate that. Jason Havlick, Curtis Ackerman, and Kyle Kendall just popped up. So I got everybody to so thank you. And I just noticed the Popeye's chicken you put in my icon yeah. down there. Uh, and love it so. Yeah, Popeye, Popeye is spam. Tyler? I don't know. I, I don't because T public so weird. Like, I even try to put in like your name on T public, but nothing comes up. I try to put really? in like one of your Hang other. Don't, I mean, nothing's working. Hang so on, I'll, I'll 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 look it up. And well, they're funny about this. You can get putting the exact name of the of the print that you saw and want to look it back up. Like, oh, I don't know what that is. Here's an image of a, a shitty pixelated you know, Ninja Turtle or some shit. You know. That is bizarre, though. It wouldn't come up just from a search. But trust me, the second Nathan sends you this link and you look, I'm just yeah. going to be looking at the screen to see oh, your I face because well, I, I guess don't. I could go to the, well, yeah. Well, okay. I just, should have just went I'm to the just waiting for channel. 
I'm waiting for his eyes to roll because I know when he sees me, like, oh, God, you put that crap on a shirt. Well, I, looked, so I, I looked up everything yesterday. I was just like, there's nothing here for me. Like, Joe, Joe clearly doesn't like me. There's no, no, I'm going to be getting here. I, I will get some up. Oh, and Papa Hood 69, sorry, Miss. That, that Joe, you know, did a while, from, uh, a while back for me. Yeah, I'll, don't worry. I'll definitely take care of you. But yeah, Papa Hood 69. No. <laughs> and uh, I'll say something real quick if I can while right, you guys are. Go. All right, I'm oh, bringing it see, up right now. Here comes his reaction. He's going to roll his eyes and go, oh. Here it comes. Yeah, I saw that. What the hell is this oh, shit? Oh, it's great. <laughs> We got, you know, Fred Flintstone is He-Man. He Joe knows I hate that kind of combining stuff. He got Animal is, is Beast Man. We got, like, why do you do this to me, Joe? Dunkin' Donuts as in, Dun I'm like, oh, God. And his infamous Simpsons and, and He-Man. Like, Joe, why why do you do this to me? Like, I'm just so creative. I love I love driving you nuts, and I love making other people happy. And looking back at me, right there, you, I got pink you know, here. Why couldn't you just have this image of Clawful with just Clawful and not, like, get a grip? See, you're no, you're no worse than, you know, those puppies are sick or all, all that stuff. Why can't you just be Clawful on the shirt? That originally was for somebody, too. <laughs> he said, he to I don't care who it was for. You shouldn't want to like, That's terrible. He, he, I don't care, man. Tyler said, I can do it without Tyler sounds like. Like Anakin in the Star Wars prequels right now. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I hate them. I could do a both, one with the phrase, one without. But that was a cool one to redraw too, and do a well, different slight yes, pose too. The... One there, but uh, yeah, I, well, I definitely don't want to go all whiny Anakin. <laughs> all right, I appreciate but, it. But, uh, damn it, I got a lot of rage, man. Just like Anakin Skywalker did too, over things he can't control. <laughs> I was going to say, I can't think of anything as for new news recently. I know that PowerCon, I think Val said that they're going to hopefully try, if they can, for next year in September to possibly do PowerCon if everything goes right. So that would be pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, I think they announced the winners for when they held the other PowerCon and when people were viewing those people that could win uh, sets for, I think, the, the figures that they had as the exclusive, the, you know, the Lords of Power, I believe. But uh, I don't know if there was anything else news-wise about PowerCon? I, I'll be honest, I just it was quick when I seen it, so if there's something that was said, I apologize if I missed that. And nothing else topical. A lot of people have been getting their Snake Mountains. God, post them all in the groups, and it's so massive, looks great, but man, that's a big sucker, so I've been seeing a lot of that. Now, Zen Brown's saying something about a PowerCon toy line. Zen Brown, you're going to have to, uh, if you could say something in the comments there, be specific or ask Grimbot. I didn't hear about a PowerCon toy line? I that that's new to me. If there was something said, I completely missed it. But Kyle Kendall, yes. I will say the Wonder Bread thing. And this was interesting. It was great what Scott Knightlick put up. Because, you know, we've had this rumor of Wonder Bread for years and people have always said where did it come from and i've always said it's definitely not wonder bread because the timeline didn't match up and you guys can go back and listen to all our episodes and when i did that with tyler when i rambled about it, i was like it can't be at that time when they had the trading cards with hordak and all of them it doesn't line up it'd have to be earlier and we remember there was the buy three get one free promotion to where there was like this little form that you'd get at the toy aisle that had a little punch hole and you send that in and get something i said i got beast man but the rumor of this whole thing started from that image. It had a buy three, get one free coupon packed in a sealed baggie with a naked He-Man, different color, of course, with the hair and trunks, and some weapons. But I said, what sense that would that make for them to 
You send off the form. They send it back and put the form in that baggie. It didn't line up. But from what Scott did, and Scott thought the same thing as me, he said it didn't make sense. That was the promotion from the buy three, get one free, because he found an internal letter from Mattel to where a woman wrote in and talked about her son being very disappointed at getting a He-Man with no armor, no weapons, and a different color, wondering, what is this thing? And Mattel explained, oh, it was like maybe just a, a special, you know, like exclusive figure. But after they seen how she was disappointed, they figured people probably wouldn't want this, so then they started sending out other stuff. Because like I said, I got a card at Beastman, but from the internal letter, it lined up and made perfect sense that it was from the buy three, get one uh, free promotion. Her letter, what she described as it, of being a He-Man with no armor, no weapons, different color. So pretty much, if you guys can go and you can check it, Spectre Creative on YouTube. He has a couple videos of it. It pretty much, I think, now can put it to rest. Never wonder, just like every one of us always said, never wonder, Brad. But a promotion just through Mattel. And they had other toy lines where it was part of that, too. So I just wanted to thank him. It was great he showed that letter because he showed the proof. He went through it all. And I think hopefully that can at least lay to rest the mystery of Wonder Bread He-Man. It was something actually cool to see because I've been tired of hearing that, that rumor for years of where it comes from and people thinking stuff but not remembering it. Because as you know, nobody's ever said... I remember getting it from Wonder Bread. Nobody ever said that. It was always at a garage sale, eBay, flea market, or friends. So now you know why. And uh, it's it's some cool videos. So check it out, Spectre Creative on YouTube. He has two videos on it, and it's pretty cool for those who've been wanting it. So so thanks for bringing that up, Kyle. I was going to mention it, but you said it. So thanks, and that was cool. Yeah, it's it's interesting how there's certain things that come along like that in toy lines, just these myths and urban legends about the like video games too. So many different stories that but prior to the internet it's it's basically just hearsay like kids at school it's like hey did you know if you did this in tomb raider you can see laura croft naked and shit like that and it's just yeah yeah it's it's funny how people do that but that is really cool to because i saw uh jeremy dewitt had posted about it to see the actual letter and all that stuff and reading it and i'm like well this is a, a neat piece of of history right here yeah, opens it up a little bit, explains a little bit more. I, I know in the comments people are like, because I think Jeremy lives close to this lady or something, and I, I think Val popped in there and said uh, that he's already been in contact with her before, and uh, other people should probably just kind of like not bother her about it. It's kind of funny how. Did you lose Nathan for a second? No, I'm still here. No, no, I hear him. <laughs> Joe, Joe, you there? Uh oh, that's Joe. That's me. <laughs> oh crap! I'm, I'm experiencing uh, bad stuff. <laughs> can can he hear you? Joe, can you hear me? <laughs> All right, I think I might be back. Can you yeah, guys hear me? Uh, we've been able yeah. to hear you the whole time. We, we never lost you. <laughs> oh god, sorry about that. I didn't hear a thing. I'm sorry, God. I just everything went out, and I looked at the screen and it said poor internet connection. Like no shit. What oh. else is? I uh, know everything. <laughs> it actually says every <laughs> everything was like perfectly fine on our end. It's hilarious though, because you're just like playing with the back of your head. Like oh shit. 
Oh, shit. So he, he, he's just like his nervous tick. He's just sitting there rubbing like his hood. Like, you know, like when he gets he gets nervous or something like that. You know? Well, I want to say, you know what's funny? Hold on, I got to say something. JSP just said what I wanted to say before my internet went bad. And you guys were talking about all these crazy urban legends. And I was going to say, yeah, I always remember me saying, like, the Ultimate Warrior died, died. That's not the real Ultimate Warrior. And he brought that up. Yeah, that was, God, did I hate that. Hearing that in school and past school. It was like, that's not the real Ultimate Warrior. And he had a twin, and there was no, two of them. And man, I was like, oh, he, he, he got off the the juice and he cut his hair a little bit that's all that was Shit yeah. upon. okay i'm here okay uh, you guys oh, there we Joe go i'm done i gotta Joe's stop you guys gonna have to go time. to discussion okay yeah, not, i'll let just, you guys go just like joe we're, we're, everything's fine and joe's just you know <laughs> I think I'm having a nervous breakdown. It's like, what in the hell is going on? I don't, my connection's going bad. I'm dropping shit. One of you have got to go into a discussion. Well, ignore. Whatever I don't... you're saying, ignore, because we can hear you. So you're disrupting the flow, but you're like, oh my God. It's like, I'm, you know, your head's going to It's fall. like uh, when we were playing Battlefront and we'd always talk. Wait, what? Remember, like uh, the the noise that they would make in Star Wars. Wait, no, I don't remember that sound effect. Jesus Christ! Anyway, we can we can we can segue to, to the next thing. Since, Let's go into the magic stealer. Uh, whatever. Go into the magic Hang on, goddammit, Joe! You waited. You wait a second. I, I wanted to say that all I can smell right now is Perfuma because I picked her up uh, along along with a. Uh, 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 goat man here which i'll yeah. go ahead and show him off because i haven't I haven't put him on the on the shelf yet but i'm starting to just uh, get there i decided i'm like you know what i'll just start getting the sheer classics figures too why not because originally i was gonna only have a a few of them and be done with it but now i'm like i think i'll just try to get as many as i can yeah, because me and Nathan talk like you know on and off like throughout the week all the time about like his, his pickups and who he's like oh, I'll skip that person and if anybody out there I'm gonna say it because I we always talk about it, we need to bring on the podcast and we never do if there's anybody out there who knows someone or where to get a decently priced Cobra Con Mantana Fisto I'm trying to think some of the others he threw at me um, Scareglow of course Sorceress you know, Sorceress I started to say that too. Um, those those are some of the heavy hitters that Nathan's brought up on a regular basis that he really wants to get. I mean, I really want to make sure he gets a Cobra Con. Like that's a must. Well, hell, all of them are must. You know, they're must have. So, if there's anybody out there listening to this at some point, you know, someone or where where you can get like a black market one. You know, you know, someone who's not asking five hundred dollars for. Well, I took off his fist and he's missing all his armor and he's got a skid mark on his back, but you know, it's two hundred dollars. Yeah. You know, like someone who's going to, you know, take care of Nathan and give him a, a fair price. You know, Nathan's not a cheap person, but he he's also not an idiot. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, anybody uh, out there who's got options, like, you know, send put comments in the podcast, you know, on the comments below or send Nathan something privately and let him know you can fix him up. You know, yeah. it's, 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 it's heartbreaking that he has come so far so fast in picking up a vintage collection and classics. And these certain important characters have eluded him because. Those Nazis on eBay called scalpers still to this day are all about trying to make sure you sign over a full car payment, you know, <laughs> yeah. to, to buy yeah. Cobra Con loose without his gun. Yeah, dude, like all of those that we just mentioned, just loose, easily over $100. Cobra Con's going for about a buck fifty. The carded ones are around that. Some of them, I look them up, I'm like, why are you this much? 
I hate it. So my my limit on them has pretty much been seventy five dollars and under. I typically don't spend more than that unless it's like uh, a, a bigger sized like a shadow beast or something. But even shadow beast it hovers around that range after. It depends because people are stupid with shipping. Some are like free shipping. Some are like twenty five dollars shipping. I'm like, why? I whatever. But uh, yeah, it's just those few that are eluding me that m- would make it pretty much complete. Because Cobra Khan is the last main character I need for the Snake Man for classics anyway. Oh, he's not a Snake Man now. I, 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 I you can't have that now. He is an evil warrior. I do not give a shit about the NYP candidate. He is an evil. If I come over to your house and find out he's with the Snake I'm Man. I'm going to put him. I'm, you know what? I'm going to put him on the Snake Man just to piss you off. So that's that's what I'll do. Yeah, well, well, you guys can just eat my ass. Well, and we can uh, go back. Uh, we'll bring that up again once we get into the the character spotlight for the episode, because there there's a lot of uh, flip flopping and how you can uh, interpret. Uh, well, NYP did this, and they weren't in filmation, but the, just because here's the the vintage figure, and this is what this does, and blah blah blah. So we'll get into that when we talk about King Hiss. But Joe, you wanted to go ahead and do the mini comic first, right? Yeah, I've been going to that, and I just realized every time I look at the comment section, ah. I see myself on the screen. Uh-huh. It looks like I'm looking at that Popeye's chicken. Here, here, here you but. go, Tyler. Grim 2. Correction, Tyler. Khan was retconned as a snake man way back in the 80s. Wait, what? If Grim 2 says it, you know it's true. What retcon is a snake man like? I don't know if he's referencing the Top Toys thing where they actually had it, but uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe there was something in one of the stories, but I know Top Toys did actually make well, a I snake mean, man, which I, is cool. I don't, don't, I mean, I don't see him as the same as what I'm saying. Like, to me, he's always neighbor because of, like, the storyline in King of the Snake Man where Skeletor says, you know, join them, be my spy within the clan. And, you know, you seem depicted on the on the back of the mini comic and the card backs is, like, you know, uh, Cobra Khan, Evil Master of Snakes, along with the rest of the Snake Men. So it's like they're following. No, I know what you mean. Is origin is original was just an evil warrior, but then as time went by, yeah, they kind of, like you said, made him retconned as to be in a Snake I, I Man just, originally. A snake Man. I think it just makes more sense that way to me. No, I I don't like that at all. Like uh, like the, there's some stuff I I'm like okay I I'll buy that, but I I just feel like to merely just because he's a Snake Man, like you know. Like he was his own entity, and then the statement come along, you know, two years later. That's why I kind of feel like he is above and beyond. Like, oh well, we got to make all snake men like they're all part of the same group. I just, I just never bought that. Like, you know, if you go go that with MYP, that's fine. I just, I, I like seeing him as a member of the Evil Warriors team up with Webster and stuff like that. I, I just feel like he's. I like him so much better. I mean, but if people... It's like anybody's it, preference, like, yeah. Like you said, their preference. I even like how he forgot his... Like, I, I yeah. go by strictly, like, you know, what was set up in the vintage canon, and there's some stuff I'll adapt from NYP, but Cobra Khan, to me, will always be an evil warrior who joins the Snake Men as a spy for Skeletor. Like, if we were, if we were like, thinking, like, you know, a, a, a cohesive canon, and we're telling, like, a big story, like, in comic books or something like that, and you bring the Snake Men in... It is set up that Skeletor has got Cobra Khan as his spy, and like Cobra Khan will do whatever it takes to make it look like he is a legit Snake Man. But when it comes down to it, you know, he'll do something to betray King Hiss that gives Skeletor the upper hand. 
and then you know Skeletor would. I found it intriguing how he even forgot his own language when they were reading the ancient language, but of course Skeletor could read it, but a Cobra Khan couldn't even read. That's why I just kind of feel like you know that's something that's like just because he is a snake man doesn't mean he's part of the ancient clan of snake men led by King Hiss. Like I I just kind of feel like that's like saying every you know that that Jitsu and Ninja are related because well they're both Asian even though one is from another dimension like no that's bullshit like I just kind of feel like it's a little too uh what what's the word like trying to make everyone so damn connected like that's why I I don't like the idea of, of making Cobra Khan a snake man from the very beginning like someone who you know I, I just feel like that's that's why does everything got to be connected like that I I just you know that makes sense plus Cobra constant yeah, that, I, that that is my perspective. So I know Grandpa who created He Man and everything. You know, he created Thundercats and Turtles and and, and Transformers and, and and everything that I love and, and near near and dear to my. By the way, thanks again for that wonderful meme you put together for me today, bud. I really appreciate you doing that for me. Um, but uh, but that, that's just my thought, and I know we got off on a tangent. I mean, no, uh, that, that, I, that's I, perfectly I fine. I'm kind of glad that we did that because if yeah, if, uh, if other people that, that, out there that, list always a if other people out there listening were kind of thinking or had the same mentality I had, like to hear you guys kind of give your perspective and what you think about it, and you can maybe sway an opinion and then just be like, ah, oh, you know what? It's, go- it's going on the shelf with the, the Snake Man. Well, and I understand people's like perspective on it. Like, I'm, I'm not someone that's going to sit there and say, no, you're wrong. Um, I'm just really passionate about because not just because that's what I grew up on. Like I can, I can clearly tell you, I'm not afraid to tell you that some stuff is based on nostalgia and other things are just based on like, it just makes more sense this way. And Cobra Khan as a member of, of Skeletor's crew is, is one of his most intelligent warriors. I, that's what I'd like to see. You know, I just, I just think there's so much more to that character and just to, here's another thing that, like to, to throw in. And this may have just been, I don't know how this, but Joe, you know what I'm talking about in the powers of gray skull, a uh, legend begins mini comic. We clearly see Cobra Khan sitting at the campfire with Squeeze and King Hiss and Ratmore. And when I saw that as a kid, I thought, "What? What's Cobra Khan doing there?" You know, because I, I it just it was. But this is in the past, so I guess you could say, based on that, even though it's strictly a coincidence, I'm sure Larry didn't intend to do that. It's just like at that time, like throw as many snake men in his pan as you can, or something like that. I don't know if he could even tell us, but if you want to base it on that. Then you could say that Cobra Khan is a descendant of the Snake Men, like he, like his ancestors were part of of King Hiss's, uh, uh, you know, clan. But by that point, you know, he has nothing to do with the Snake Men. Like he, he is his own person. That's like saying, you know, you know. Well, heck, just like the Horde. Remember when uh, Tongue Lasher and Ratlord they left to go to Ethereum because they had nobody else. There was no more Snake Men. They were all gone. They were just put into the timeless void. So yeah, they went to serve the Horde. Because remember in the mini comic, then when they were brought out, they were like, "Well, what happened? These these to serve the Horde because they thought they would be coming from that timeless dimension or yeah. whatever where King is and all the other snake men. It's interesting, but I'll tell you what, one quick thing before we do get in the main topic, Zen Brown did give uh, a link to some information and I speak a hundred miles an hour and I will try to read this, but it's interesting. I didn't know. And I wanted to thank you for this Zen Brown. Um, this was on their site. It said power cons own toy line. This is an announcement that may surprise some of you, but it will make a lot of sense to many fans. PowerCon is fan-built. While it has a focus on love for He-Man and She-Ra, PowerCon has always supported indie projects from within our own community. 
Outstanding fan comics and toy lines have been featured at PowerCon over the years, and many have been very successful. In order to remain fan-focused for years to come, PowerCon needs its own toy line that embodies our fandom. It won't be a He-Man and She-Ra toy line because we have Mattel to um, make those awesome toys. Instead, this will be a unique line for the fans of He-Man, She-Ra, and other related types of toy lines. A big aspect of this line is that it will be created in part from fan feedback from the from the genre to the level of articulation to the packaging to the style every bit of this line will be created using fan influence your feedback from polls is what will shape this line from start to finish and for the polling we will use data from the fans who support powercon one thing we learned from heman.org polls in the past is fans who make a purchase are the ones who want to influence how that money is spent so when shaping the initial look of this line, we will be pulling all the fans who have supported PowerCon in 2019 and 2020, or in 2020 with ticket and exclusive purchases directly from PowerCon. Another factor where we will aim to make this PowerCon indie line more fan-oriented is the price. While making money is great, we also don't want to price anyone out of supporting this line. Therefore, we'll be experimenting with what we will call sliding scale funding. What this means is we will distribute all costs across a variable quantity of figures. Starting out, this will be just one or two figures, but we hope it will be a big success and grow well beyond that. Because the sliding scale works by telling you how many are made for the pre-order price, it also means you know the rarity of what you are pre-ordering. But most importantly, the more units that are pre-ordered means a more affordable toy line for all. Another aspect this line will incorporate is our community talent. While we already have a lot of amazing, talented, interested, uh, interested in working on this concept, we also want fan involvement. So if your dream is to help create toys, this could be a chance to show the world what you are capable of. Are capable of. And finally, what fans, what are, fans know what fans want, and it only makes sense to use fan input from start to finish. This is a line of action figures that will be for our fan base, and it represents a big part of what PowerCon is about. We'll have more about this in the near future. For now, we'd like to hear your early impressions of the line and start getting feedback that can contribute to the initial polling. And that was it. So uh, I knew nothing about that until Zen Brown just did that. I want to think about it. What, what are your thoughts on that, Tyler? What do you get out of that from when you hear it? Because for me, I mean, I, I was reading it too fast. These holes in my eyes were making me skip things, so that's why I stuttered at times. I didn't, but I didn't think what did you, you kind I didn't of... think you're reading it that fast at all. I think you were. No, I, yeah, I thought you were going at a nice, uh, leisurely pace, and everyone could absorb and understand it. Okay, all right. Well, uh, what did you what did you get out of Tyler? I don't know. It's uh, you know, uh, I guess a fan-funded toy line that's sold exclusively exclusively to PowerCon that's not He-Man or She-Ra related. So we're talking like a like a, a an action figure fantasy line, you know, what it kind of looks like a, a a kind of a knockoff brand kind of thing. Are we talking like vintage scale? We're talking classic scale. We're talking something that would fit on the shelf with the vintage figures nicely. Like, you know, I mean, it's something that was, you know. You know, like, uh, I kind of like you know, how Black Star is, you know, even a Black Star, you know, uh, you know, just where you feel like. Or even you know, like a five of like Mythic Legions, even something like that, to where yeah, it could be a yeah, whole new fantasy like line. Or look at that and we clearly see, okay, that would that would look great on the shelf with the Evil Warriors or the Horde or something like that, like, which I assume a power is going to be something like that. I can't imagine it being like an outer space toy line or something like that, you know. So, I mean, 
Yeah, I say as long as it's something that people could buy and and could put alongside, and because we're, if, if this is something that's a one-time only thing, I like to think that it would be something that if you bought, it could go on the shelf with something that you've already got. You know, even if you wanted it with your origins line or something like that. You know, something that people are currently that has, people are currently have in their position, some form or another. So, but uh, you know, I'm intrigued by it, but. Um, you know, if it's just pretty much, you know, limited based on if you're going to PowerCon or not, it's going to be, you know, hard for some people, you know, to get in on that or even contribute. Like, unless they're like people who buy the exclusives and aren't going to PowerCon can contribute that way, which, you know, I haven't bought, you know, any exclusive because they've just been so expensive. You know, if it wasn't for Val, with it, you know, it's kind of, hook, you know, hooking us up with, with some of them, I wouldn't have been able to get any of them. But, um, yeah, I would hope it, that something, anything beyond, like you said, for those who can't go to PowerCon, I'd hope they could open it up in a way for people like us to maybe still order. I mean, I know that those exclusives usually are mainly for the people to attend, and I can understand that, but maybe there's a way they could still get us involved, or somehow with people go there, and then they could pick it up for us, or I don't know, they've, I well, know they've done stuff too, like that like before. If, you know, we, we have no idea what what our society's going to be like in another year from now. We have no clue. We can't predict. I like to think by the time beach season rolls around, things will be looking a little bit more up and up, but we have no idea at this point, so, you know, but 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 like they've done before, people who were not going to Power Company wanted to buy, like, the exclusives, like the CameraCon, stuff like that, making it accessible, you have to pay a little bit more, or, or, or just like the whole sliding scale thing. I kind of feel like, oh, if you're not going, then, you know, you, we, we offer these contributions for you to, con, you know, contribute to funding it and ensuring that you get one or both figures or something like that. So hopefully it's like a, a hero and a villain, you know, whatever it might be, you know, but, um, you know. Maybe we can, maybe we can work with, uh, work with the line and get uh, fans of power figures out there. That people want to buy them. See, I, I, those could be exclusives. Yeah, they, they See, get a, they get an action figure of me and put it in a blender. You know, for all these people I've pissed off, they can throw me in a, vent, a blender full of piss. And, you know, I you hate go. that tiny damn pile. All he does is shit on everything. It's new, man. I hate him. Joke. Oh, it's He's even so better. Friendly. Well, think of that. What's even better is I could do stuff for like Tyler that drives him nuts. I could do all my crossovers. Mm. We could do Fred Flintstone as He Man and not Son call it that and get away with it. Yo, here we go. We got it. Damn it, Nathan. We got this shit going. It's all crossover <laughs> crap. No legal stuff involved. Let's do it. Yeah, there we go. <sighs> Done. And <laughs> that on a high note, huh, Tyler? All right. Well, oh, hey, God. let's move the magic dealer. Shit like this makes my blood boil. <laughs> I take. It's like when I see the assholes <laughs> who's selling like t shirts with like. Anything with man in their last name, like Morgan Freeman or Louis oh. Scoo's man or Pee Wee Herman. Oh, man. Wait, 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 wait. There we go. You, you just, you just gave them. Joe plenty of uh, new shirt ideas. Well, the thing is, Tyler. Those are already available to buy. I'm saying shit like that irritates me. Now, someone well, else Tyler, already beat Joe to the punch. You might not want to look at Facebook this coming week because you talk about things with man in the title. I have... Vankman coming. It's Peter Vankman as a He-Man figure. It's a Ghost versus He-Man crossover. Like, where do you come up with this shit? Why do you think right it's up so here? Right here, people. No, it's gonna be a figure. It's gonna be awesome. They love this shit. I had, like I said, Daffy Duck, or I had He Bugs. Let's keep bringing that shit. All right, Nathan, you want to go into the Magic Stealer? Yeah, we. Oh, man, <laughs> You're part of the problem, Joe. Ah, uh, I'm the solution. Everyone's just suckling at, the, at Joe's teat, you know. Overall, is so. Oh, can I can I have a bitty? Can I have some more bitty, Joe? <laughs> oh yeah, I gotta keep bringing it up. Uh, you guys know what I'm. I don't know what I'm talking about. 
Uh, all right. All no, right, no wait, wait. To... Before we do, the funny thing was everyone in the chat was expecting Tyler to uh, blow up just about that announcement and how everything was settled, but he was fine with it until Joe and I started, oh, we could do this instead. And he's like, no, damn it. Not... Oh, yeah. Damn it, you ruined it. Here we go. You ruined it, damn it. Let's uh, go into the... I know, you're not going to inject my, you know, you know, you're not going to you know, inject poison into my creation here. God, I hate, you know what? I, no, I, no, hated, no, no, no. I hated that promo. The way, the way when he spun around in the chair and he's like, yeah, no, yeah, I just, he, oh, God. All right. Anyway, Magic Stealer. Right. We got the Magic Stealer. Now, here, well, I was going to say, before we do get into talk- That's all that matters, though. Yeah. And I was going to say, before we do start talking about this story in general, because already the panel's coming up, it'll keep cycling through, but I'm not being a dick. I felt like out of the seven that Don wrote that this was the weakest of the seven mini comics that he gave us. I... Wait, you say I, Don? Is in Don Glute? Yeah, didn't he write these seven no, comics? No, Gary I thought Cone, Gary Con or Chone wrote. Oh, Gary! Of the Martex so, yeah, my fault. Let me take that back, Gary. This was the weakest of all the ones that were wrote, in my opinion. I just something felt this is unbelievably badass. Like I, because I, I, I'm with Joe on this one. Like the story. I'm sorry. I pulled a Joe. Yeah, I mean, I'm, like Joe, I'm going to stop and let you finish your thought. I'm not going to steamroll over you and just keep going here. So, Joe. <laughs> no, I mean, like I said, I loved all the other ones, but it seemed like the other ones had a really great story, good buildup, a lot of action. This one, since it's not like introducing many faces, traps or anything, I felt personally this was like just for them to sell the fucking attack track in Zoar. I felt like that was the only reason it was written because there was not much to it. And, the, you know, like this whole thing of Procrustus. Yes, we got Procrustus as a, a classic figure. Cool. But eh, we get him in a couple panels in this. It's not memorable. There's nothing to think, wow, I'd love to have him as a figure. That's a bad. It's like, yes, he holds Eternia together. It was like, he appears. He's getting drawn to the magic siphon or whatever. He meant blast him with the tack track to knock him back down. Okay, I'll go back and hopefully it won't bother me too. It's that, like none of that makes any sense. That that yeah, it that, doesn't. All all of it, I mean, there, there's so many things in, in this that I I, I I don't know if we start from the beginning, go for, or we're just we're pulling at random here. And I got to get Nathan's thought on this too because I feel like Nathan's probably gonna have a shitload of questions on on this one. Um, well, it, yeah. it, it was it was up to me to pick the mini comic this week, and uh, I'll just walk you guys through the process because Joe, Joe hits me with, uh, you can I want you to to pick from these that that Mark drew from from this set here, or we can do Ultimate Battleground. So I, I'm flipping through, and I'm also at the same time going through the archive because I have all the the audios for fans of power since the beginning. So I'm looking, you guys have covered the Triclops mini comic twice already. You've covered some of the others already. And I'm like, well, let me try to go with one that uh, these guys haven't talked about. I mean, we have Procrustus in there, which uh, I'll, I'll get to a couple questions that I wanted to throw your guys' way here in a second. But that, that's basically where it came from. You guys have covered some of the other books. I'm like, well, let's go this. I'll go this route. We have this character. I have some questions. Uh, there's no denying the art in this is fantastic, but it, the, yeah, the, great art. The dialogue throughout this mini comic is so strangely written, like it's so proper. And uh, let me get to let me find one of the things. Uh, the wizard seems in pain, and I myself feel a sudden weakness, and all all about us seems on the verge of collapse. And I, I'm thinking, like, uh, 
I, I get it, but this is a mini comic that is also for kids that probably can't read. Well, I either. think his writing's. I think he did. That was his style, and I think that's how it was for all was of it? it. Just his kind of way of doing those. Yeah, well, yeah his... there, there is this kind of like, it, it, especially like the DC uh, miniseries too. There's this ho oh, who go it yeah. there, you know, speaking that that old old English uh, dialect, you know, where where everyone is, you know, does style with you know eat balls or something like that. You know that that that's how everyone was talking. And I'm glad that got phased out and talks just more in just straight English, but not of this world kind of thing. Um, cause when I, cause I didn't have any of these mini comics as a kid. And, and when I got the DC miniseries, I, like, I did not like how they talked at all. And when I saw, I had some of these, like I didn't like how they talked either. Like if the artwork was undeniably just extraordinary, it's what Martex ever does. But yeah, I'm with, uh, you know, I, I felt the same way. I don't like seeing, Oh, you know, the, the wizard, you know, he's magnificent. Like I, I just, I got, I get what they were going for, but that's one thing that I, I wish we could go back and, and, and redo. I just, um, but then again, too, it's better, you know, it's better written than the horseshit you get in DC right now. So, you know what, I got to be a little bit more lenient with what we got here. So, yeah, and there were definitely, at least to me, what I loved about all of them, I mean, this one you didn't get as much, but the others, there was a lot of action and a lot of, it seemed violent a lot of you know with weapons too of attacking and hitting something you didn't really see well obviously in the cartoon you get much of but a lot of what i thought you know this is just a theory again not saying this is what it was originally supposed to be but i wonder if when he was originally doing this and since it was kind of fantasy barbaric maybe he was having things where he attended or intended maybe to have blood the reason i say this like when you think about the the big blue demon that big monster in the manny faces one that gets slashed the glorm that gets slashed in the other one it's getting he's they're getting slashed by an axe anything else you know i mean if you're getting slashed with it's gonna make blood so of course i know they couldn't show blood so they showed a white swipe but i wonder if he intended to originally have them draw blood but then they said no this is we can't have this this is for kids we're gonna have to tone that back remove any blood maybe things that look like there was really bad wounds but you do get a good sense of like you know really action violence in some of these comics that you wouldn't get into the others i'm not saying there's not action in the others but this one you know the the seven I like the intensity of you, you know, the intensity, but uh, this one just missed it. I just really felt like it's just to show Attack Track, Zoar, uh, just a substandard story. <laughs> I just felt so bad. I mean, here comes a creature, a being that is holding Eternia together, comes up, and with a simple blast of Attack Track, he falls. And I don't know. I just, something felt well, flat that, to that me. Well, that alone, like, when I, I had never heard of this character for the longest time because I never had this mini comic, you know? And uh, to know this this forearm character that's holding the planet together, like, but he comes out of the planet and it's clearly standing up. So if he's when the planet together, fall apart, that's what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying. Like, I kind of feel like that's the myth around the character when really he just is subterranean beast, like of, of ancient, you know, Eternia. Like we don't know, and there's just this legend that he's got forearms and he's holding the planet together because that's what people will spin wild yarn about is how myths and legends are created. You know, that's kind of when I when I went back to, you know, because it had been a while since I'd read this one and just kind of thinking, like, it makes no sense to say that this character is holding the planet together. Like, I just don't buy that, especially if you're going to have him rise up out, like deliberately let go of whatever he's holding up, you know, and say, well, what the hell's going on up here? And then it's shot down and, and like scooted away like, you, you know, you get a broom knocking something off your porch <laughs> with the attack track blade is like, 
it's like the the writing is not working with the imagery here, or, or the ideas are not right working with the story you're. Trying it was a throwaway character, you know. It, it didn't feel like you said it didn't look right. Like you're thinking, if this creature is holding together a planet, he's going to be like eighty times as big as what we've seen. But the thought of what was the point then for him to come out, bust out, he man shoot him, he goes down, but for nothing. It's like, what was the point of creating that character? It just felt out of place. It didn't belong. It's kind of fantastic because those were the questions I was going to ask you guys in regards to Procrustus. If if there was... Do you think it was completely unnecessary to just even have this character in here or have that kind of... No, no, no. I would have... I still think the character... But he should have been portrayed as something something else is this creature that was risen up by Skeletor to stop He-Man from coming. If that were the case, then we probably could have gotten rid of, you know, a few, a few of these panels that are just kind of, you know, like we didn't need to see. I, I feel like there's some stuff we could have done away with and that the, this Procrustus is something that, that Skeletor, you know, brought up from the depths of eternity, like an ancient being that has disappeared, buried deep beneath, you know, the earth and, you know, just something to stop He-Man. Yeah. But it didn't need to. It didn't need way- to be that that character is like holding the planet together at all. No, and then he's like, you know, like you know, I'll try to hold on. It's like something this big, and like I know you, you wouldn't make make him in like is the, you know, the the top alpha male in in the in this story, but I, I just felt like you know G- Gary's just kind of like or not, <laughs> he's just all over the place here with where things are going here. And I think Procrustus should have either been depicted as a villain or, you know, a, a, a very heroic being that is subterranean that, you know, will rise up on the right occasion when things are really, but have bad. nothing to do with the planet. You're right. Have nothing to do with holding the planet together because think of that, the logic of the only reason to turn is together is because there's this thing that's down there forever holding it. It's just like, it's first, it sounds haunting for what a life that your life is holding that. But the thought of, that's it. That's why attorney is held together or it's st- it's stable is because there's this thing that's down there all the time. I feel like if they could have, like you said, wrote it, whether with Skeletor had some magic beam coming out of a fucking mountain, whatever it might have been, but yeah. something to come to try to stop He-Man, not something that's holding the planet together. Like, think about that, Skeletor. If you knew about this thing and then it came out, you're going to destroy the whole fucking planet. It made no sense. The character's purpose to hold the planet was ridiculous, and I think that's what shouldn't even have been in there was that purpose. Something else, like you said, a creature that Skeletor conjured that was giant, maybe fueled on magic, but to be the thing that holds the planet together, I, I didn't like it. Never liked it. No, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i looking at it right now, like, you could almost treat this character like Talos from Jack- Jason the Argonauts. You know, like this ancient being I would, that I would, want you... If, if, I was actually about to, to bring that up, that that would be a, a better angle to take. With, with that oh yeah, because I, I think someone something like this really should be a bad guy. Like I mean, you can really depict this character as you know much like Talos. You know, if you take something from his lair and he, he the, the damn statue comes to life and wants to destroy you, like this guy alone, like there's there's so much potential with it. It's just that one bit of dialogue that people always because that this is all we got. So this and that's why I feel like this this should be, that should be dismissed. This character should be revitalized from the top. Uh, bottom, bottom up. Well, then uh, that know. that was going to lead to another question because I I assume that you guys, as I was reading it, I was like, this character seems really pointless. So I I'll pose the question to both of you, and you've kind of already stated, but what would what would you do to create a new story to 
uh, tell the story of Procrustus? Would you even still call him Procrustus? Would you change the name as well? I could call him that, but I wouldn't. I could keep the name Procrustus, but I would have nothing to do with him holding the planet together. So, well, It'd I, be something as of a different... I would say change the name, because uh, as Sportimus said, Procrustus sounds like a name for a big, dry booger. And I, I almost kind of agree, in a way, you know? Like, I, I don't I don't I, think that name I, no, fits. I, would keep, I, I, like the, I like the name, though, like, you know, I, but I, I would take it this way, that he has a connection to the Magic Stealer. Like, it is... Like Skeletor intends to bring this giant, much like Colossal awakes, you know, he knows of this this being that is buried in the Arctic. It wants to summon it, but it, o- it will only be brought to life by incredible energy and magic. Which this device, like if you can make it happen, which obviously up to this point no one's been able to successfully do, which would give purpose to this this you know, glass pyramid up in the Antarctic of, of, of the North Pole of Eternity, which seems kind of like. Out of nowhere, so that's why I kind of feel like this should be a purpose why Skeletor is going here. It gives Procrustus like a, a reason that he is this le- uh, Leviathan, this Titan that, that was buried. And it's, if you can make it work, he will come and do your bidding. You know, all the more, and which would just make it this big epic battle he may have to fight. You know, like all these, because it, uh, I, I do like the idea that this device like pulls energy and and, and uh, magic, or like come, that the the demon or the, the spirits coming out of Castle Grayskull. Mark Texier did an amazing job with the spirits coming out of that. Like to see those kind of things coming all the way up there, channeling this device, almost like, you know, from, you know, he's in prison and, and the elders like, you know, put this device there to keep him from ever being brought back. And uh, I don't know if you dig too much into it. Like that should have been the main purpose. Yeah. That should have been the whole goal to this was Skeletor. He wants all the magic to control Eternia, but, he knows to do it. He would need this creature, this legendary creature, Procrustus, to help and aid him. He needs his power. So that's why he would, like you said, draw him out of a mountain, wherever it may be. But it's not the planet holder, because that makes no sense. But any no. other way of bring, yeah, exactly, just eliminate that stupid thing. But that would be the end goal, because now Procrustus could be this evil-driven, goddamn gigantic monster that He-Man really has to fight and destroy. Not just laser shoot the fucker back in a hole, makes no sense, who's kind of supposed to be a good guy just holding the planet. But an evil being that, and then we could have had a great climactic battle in this comic that has basically nothing. That's what I mean. It's just there's nothing. There's no moments of oh my god, I got chills from that. Oh, that was badass. That happened at no point in this mini comic for me. I mean, I I totally agree, and I think that's part of the reason that I picked it because it, it's good sometimes for uh, because when you guys give me the choice, I'm almost like well. I kind of want to go against the grain a little bit because if it's something that we're all going to be, oh, it was really great, then, eh, it's kind of boring to me. I like, I kind of like the ones that are meh or, or just kind of bad because it gives an opportunity for me to toss out questions to you guys. How would you do this differently? Would you change the character? And I like that. Is is there like a place? In, in the universe for something that could be that way, that would hold the planet together, but not present yeah, it in I such know. a way. I, I, I think that could work, you know, and if, you know, what's what I think would make it a, an interesting, you know, cause Skeletor is all about destruction, even if it means destroying the whole planet, you know, that, that's, that's what an egomaniacal tyrant is about. You know, if, if I can't have it, none of you will. And I kind of feel like if there's some sort of, you know, uh, element deep beneath the, you know, in the, in the planet's core or something like that, you know, cause uh, I think of, uh, 
Kind of used to think of the episode of uh, the search with the star seed or something like that, which, you know, the process figure came with the star seed. Um, you know, like, I don't know. It kind of like how grand really, like you go, you approach this ancient being and you want his help or something like that. And like, you know, he has to follow a skeleton down to the planet's core somehow and comes across this, this being that is, you know, I guess keeping, you know, keeping a balance in the center of the planet or something like that. And I won't say holding it together, like the planet's going to. Yeah. That's what I don't like. Yeah. No, but yeah, I don't like that. That is down. That has been down there since the beginning of time. You know, I I mean, come on. I mean, I don't, I don't, but I I think if, I think if you uh, did that, the way I kind of visualize it too, is it's not like, it's not like a Grand Amir, how we see Procrustus here is like a, a, an actual sort of form. I see that character being as something that's just like ingrained into the planet itself that can't really like be mobilized or can move or walk around. I like the idea well, that... Well, like Light Hope, you know, because light, yes. light to me, I don't care figure form, to me Light Hope is a being of light, an extraordinary being of light that's wise beyond anything we could comprehend. You know, so so you can put something like that in, in the, at the planet core or something if you wanted to go down that route. But I think the the, the visual look of Procrustus, like if, if it was all Mark or a, a you know a tag team of Gary and Mark working on that, they came up with an extraordinary character that was completely wasted. Um, and I feel like they need to be given credit for this creation because it's a it's a beautiful looking. I mean, hell, the, the Horson did an amazing job with the classics version. So I feel like. It's a great we, we should see it, you know, or, or him used a lot more in a much more prominent and imposing way. You know, get rid of that title of, of holding on the planet and just make him this, this, this ancient titan, you know, much like during the times of pre-eternity, you know, that he was, you know, a, may, maybe a giant from Titus's race that turned bad. The elders, you know, decided to punish him ultimately and bury him in, you know, in, in the planet. And over time, he became this legend of this, like this ancient giant that's apparently still locked under the earth and still alive and got the name Procrustus because he is this giant who is still alive or buried alive, essentially, but can only be, you know, resurrected, you know, by something that, you know what, there's no one on this planet that has the power to, 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 to summon him from here. And that's why they put that, that glass pyramid there, you know, that but there's nobody capable of doing that. Well, here comes Skeletor from another dimension, something not of this planet that could do such a thing. Oh my God, man! <laughs> Val, why why haven't you hired me? I told the people of Mattel, I'll, 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 I will be more calm and polite towards Mattel. They would harness the power in inside here and us, the three. And, and damn it, man! Yeah, Tyler's just, Tyler, Tyler's in a meeting with uh, Mattel execs, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that, that shit I said about oranges. I didn't mean that." Yeah, I mean, come, I come on, babe. You, like, come on, babe. I didn't mean that. I'm like a rustic persona here, people. Dun, dun, dun. Now, all the art, like I said, again, it's fantastic in all seven of them. But well, there's some intense one, images yeah. of He-Man drawn. Like one of my favorites is, is uh, on page 13, where it's a close-up of him with his fist. Holy shit, man! Like that. That. Why hasn't anybody tried to recreate that in current He-Man comics instead of this lazy, shitty art that you know that's in? Well, damn near everything because they don't appreciate Tyler, Axel did, and Kevin. Did you, uh, I was gonna say, did you know I made an anti-Eternia Procrustus for a customer a while back? That was, was kind of cool to work on. Just thought I'd bring that up to you. Mm. Made him look slightly eviler. Gave him a crazy little like weapon. Just thought I'd bring that to you, buddy. Uh, <laughs> well, my, my balls are just swelled up with anticipation that you'll probably do another one. Maybe I can get my hands on on that, and maybe a Fred Flintstone He-Man to put on the shelf with my vintage He-Man. 
I wish it's something that could be brought up on the screen for everybody to see, though. I wish there was a way if I got that image to Nathan somehow through Facebook oh, or something. Yeah. And if oh, he was able oh, to oh, that up oh, how, conven- how convenient just... that my phone just went off in front of me. Did it? How did that happen? I don't know because I wouldn't. But I'm telling you, it was, it was a thing of beauty. I had like red lava flowing right. through his body. I'll do it. He just... Link down, what? link down below. Oh, do link down below if you want to hit uh, Joe up for uh, any kind of whatever the fuck you want to make. I wasn't trying to cheat myself. I wasn't whoring myself out. Uh, no. like, I, I guess I, I need that. to like contribute somehow to get Joe to put up some quality images for me to put on my apparel because apparently that's the only way I'm going to get his attention now. Because I got, I got, I got to buy. It takes some play-doh and slap it on a, a vintage buck that's missing his head and everything, and call it, you know, fat head. You know, hero master of <laughs> jackassery. Or yeah. play doh, and it could be yeah. a, just a guy that could be made out of play doh if I could do it right. I'm, I'm <laughs> oh, no, All right, there, there, there we go. If you want to look at anti attorney procrustus, I'm not. Joe doesn't make shitty customs unless he's given a shitty idea. <laughs> <laughs> I have something crazy. I'm sorry about that. What, what a tag! What just, a tagline! That, that's what yeah. Joe should put on the bio for his customs page. I could do that. Look at that. Because that Joe, Joe, Joe will do amazing stuff, and then he'll tell me, yeah, someone commissioned me to, you know, to glue someone's head to their ass. Like, oh, it's great, Joe. Like, I almost think, does Joe really want me to tell him it's great? Or is he like, look at this shit? You know, like, I, I just, do, 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 when, it was, it's been a long time since Joe has sent me images, and maybe it's because he just doesn't like me anymore or something like that. But, when, when Joe, when you would send me stuff, were you wanting a genuine opinion, or did you really think like this is? I think Tyler really liked this. Like, I, I guess I should just flat out ask you. <laughs> no, there was times when I would just tag people in general. I just tagged them, just let them see. I know that you. The thing is, I wanted to start uh, just poking you. I love fucking annoying people, and oh, I was yeah. like, you know what? I know Tyler. I know Tyler hates fucking crossover stuff of weird shit. I was like, maybe he'll get a kick out of this and this. So I have some of the most obscure ones, which there's some that I just love because I know it's just uh, it's such a crazy crossover. I'm like, that's kind of fucking cool. Like when I did, you know, the Ghostbusters, when I did Stay Buffed, I just had a feeling. I was like, Stay Buffed Marshmallow Man as a buff. <laughs> and you would, it went viral. went on the Ghostbuster websites, pages. I was pissed off. I was like, Joe, you wouldn't believe this bullshit. And, like, <laughs> and I'm the bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, wait, let me tell you that story, because Tyler did say that. He was like, oh, somebody put up the stupid bullshit of, like, I stay buffed as a He-Man figure. I was like, oh, t- Tyler, that was me. <laughs> He's like, oh. It's like, but it, it was popular. I think it's some crazy shit. Oh, I mean, man. The Daffy Duck. When on Google, like, for the, you know, stuff that, that would appeal to me, I'm like, what the hell is this shit? It must be a slow day for Google. <laughs> and you come to find out, my, my, my partner in crime is the one responsible for it, and they picked it up, and... I had to see it when I went to Google, and I'm like, oh, God. Did you like my Daffy Duck or Did you like that? Daffy Duck, is, it was Skeletor? You got to admit, that was kind of no, cool. No, I, 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 I don't think I saw that one. Okay, he looked happy and about that, but yeah. But, but see, look, there is some stuff that, like, okay, it's kind of cute, but that's about All right, it. well, I, well what, 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 what would that be? Just, people think they're so damn funny, what, and they're not, and I just wish I could line them all and just smack the living shit and all of them. One after well, the other. I, well, what, if I didn't like Joe so much, I'd probably, you know. What is something that's, that's cute? It, Joe, get in line. You're next. What, what's something that's cute? That you think is, like, almost kind of cute? Now I'm curious. 
when I say cute, I mean like, no, like, oh, adorable. I'm just like, okay, all right, that's that's kind of cool they did that. Well, well, all right, well, all right, all right, all right. I'll give you this. All right, one, one, this one of Joe's that he did do was was doing He Man as like a throwback to Zelda. Like that's fine. Like I I get what he's doing there. Like and because they've done that with you know did, Joe, didn't you do that with Turtles also? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's something like I wouldn't put it on a T-shirt for myself, but the idea, like, okay, that 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 that's cool. Like, I got no problem with that. That that's it's a nice. It's 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 not trying to be funny. It's doing a a you know you're doing He-Man as an as, and an homage to Zelda and vice versa. Like that, I can appreciate. Like that, I don't find what about that offensive. Figure wise, really seriously, if you were to have any kind of like crossovers that you thought would be interesting with He-Man and any property. Like things that would come to mind, like you know what? That's kind of a different figure. I I, I just don't like the idea of you know of, of crossing characters over and, and saying you know you know the Hulk is a He Man character or something like that. I just don't because the the roster is so you know. Is that what you're talking about? Like making another. Well, character? I mean, okay. Well, so let's just say okay. You know how we got those all those Savage World figures, and we got a lot of the DC ones, the Mortal Kombat ones, the Thundercat ones. And it was cool seeing him in that kind of He-Man style. So I guess what I'm saying is, think of another property. Is there a property you think that could kind of look cool in a He-Man style body? Maybe something like that, design-wise. I, 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 I uh, you know, because I kind of feel like just because the Street Fighter Mortal Kombat figures were done like that, I don't want to see them on the same shelf as He-Man. Like the 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 primal primal age, you know, DC stuff. They were, you know, He-Man like. So I got you know the villains over here with the, you know the castle because that fits in. So it, it would and the Thundercats. Did you get those too? Did you get oh, the Thundercat oh, ones? Oh, too? They're on the same. Okay. Because to me, Thundercats so, 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 go together like peanut butter and jelly. Like they, they are a perfect combination. What? So I mean, is there like any others you could think of? Like what if they would have done a Black Star, Brave Star, uh, okay, I mean, Silver well, yeah, Hawks, or, yeah, or in terms of that, yeah, Black Star, Brave Star, Silver Hawks is about as far out as I'm going to get in terms of science fiction because uh, Silver Hawks to me is more like in line with Thundercats because not only they're done with the same company and everything, but I just feel like there are, you know, there's just some similarities there, but I, but what do you, what's up? I'm laughing because Joe's sending me more pictures of his custom stuff that I think he wants oh. me to just put on the screen and whore out for him. Oh, okay. Well, you, One you more. I, all right. I'm going to stay on my soapbox here. Yeah, for yeah, yeah, you do that and I'll, I'll get this on the screen. Okay. Just one more whore time. I can be a whore one more time, so that's it. But go ahead, Tyler. Joe, Joe's not a cheap whore either. He's an expensive whore. He's a high I am too. Whore. He's a high price Hawaiian I am. whore. Uh, I am pretty much. But uh, but uh, but Brave Star, Black Star, Thundercats, definitely. The, the, that would be my top three. Like uh, of any other line, I would like. I, I am all. Of course, I think that's unanimous. I think everybody, even the chat room, would agree that those three lines. You know, obviously, Brave Star is done by Filmation. But I still think that could work, you know, with, you know, the space cowboys and, and, and science fiction and, and fantasy combined there, too. So, I, I, but um, I can't really think of any, too many of th- those. Those would be my top three. If you're really going right. to convince me otherwise, I don't want to see Transformers. Like, people will depict pictures of those guys together. But I, I just kind of feel like I, I just don't know if I really need to see. Not that there's anything wrong with it. I just 
don't get the same kind of magic as you do with like G.I. Joe and Transformers and stuff. Well, like speaking that. of Silverhawks, I mean, I heard that Super 7 got the license mm-hmm. to them, so there's a possibility we could get some figures in I that sure style. I hope so, that, you know, that they can do an Ultimates line, because that's a line that could go on for a long time as well. I'll, I'll buy and, uh, I'll, I mean, I'll buy all of those. If, if that oh, happens. I will too. I, I will buy every member of Monstars, Mumbo Jumbo, Molecular, Mel- Melodia, Windhammer, Hardware, Yes Man. I'll buy them all. I'll buy all the Silver Hawks. I'll buy Flashback, Condor, Hot Wing, uh, whatever they can throw as. I will buy from Silver Hawks because my Quicksilver that, that line yeah, so my Quicksilver underrated. was hot. Yeah, because when I made Quicksilver, I got orders for a few of him when oh, I made him in Quicksilver and, and Yes Man. Like but, that, those, those are customs that I wish Joe was doing more of because I, I that Quicksilver and Yes Man that he did was like okay, that's some of the best work I've ever seen Joe do. Period. To this I day, appreciate I appreciate that. Yeah, I. I I was, I think, even so, I think, I think your Yes Man was probably the most impressive thing I think I've ever seen you do. Like, in terms of, because, I mean, Yes Man is a brand new, like, the body and everything, the head sculpt, everything. It wasn't just grabbing a classic figure and playing off of that. Like, no, this was from the ground up. Like, it was, it was yeah. impressive. And then I uh, written, no, really, that does mean a lot because that was probably the most unique sculpted figure I did ever make. I was like, I never had to do that much stuff, and no, I appreciate it. So, but no, yeah, that was, was just a cool I, I love to see what Joe could do with Molecular, which is one of my favorite uh, villains from from Monstars Mob, and of course, no one knows when like knows what he is. Or he's like he's molecules. He's nothing but molecules. People just shit on him and make fun of him or don't know what the hell he is. <laughs> Pisses me off. That game balls. I don't know if you remember that game no, balls. That came yeah, that's the thing. Is, oh, he's covered in balls. You know, like balls isn't like testicle balls. Like no, he's molecules. He's he's a, he's an infiltrator. He can change in anything, any at any time. Like no, he's got balls all over. Her 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 balls. You know. <laughs> well, let's move from balls to let's go to our our discussion on King Hiss. And I want to hear more from you, uh, Nate, because I'd like to get your impression since we have discussed him before, but we'll move into King Hiss discussion and after that get to the chat. Well, King Hiss is an interesting character because it's one of those things that didn't show up in filmation. You get a vintage figure, you get a little bit in the mini comics, and then you don't get anything until NYP that really starts to flesh out that character more. And one of the questions that I came up with in my head is, you know, uh, Joe, you may have had all the mini comics and all the toys and everything. Tyler kind of came into it a little bit later. So he's kind of mini comics elude him a little more than it did for you. So my question is as a kid, uh, what, what stories are you creating? with this character because you don't have a cartoon to base anything off of are uh, the mini comics are, well, are you i was used to that well that's the thing i was used to that because remember the toys came out before the cartoon there was plenty of those books and of course mini comics that helped me create all the stories with all the characters that were never in the cartoon when you think of like ninja or mosquito or and plant champ and so many others you're just making your own stories but i'll admit i loved that toy it was Okay, sure, you couldn't get really any movement with the arms and stuff, but damn it, was there something just so freaky about pulling off that shell and having those snakes pop out? I used to just always make it look like he's just freaking people out or just making them, you know, like petrified to death. I, It was a creepy-ass toy. Now, when I look back at it now, yes, I mean, it doesn't have the same impact as some of the newer sculpts and things you see these days, but 
it still got the job done. It got the point across of what this character was supposed to be. I just like this simple little story, even on the card back. I mean, he looked like he was such a nice guy, and then bam, he turns in that fucking thing. I loved it, and as much as as a kid, I was hoping to see him and many more in filmation. It's like we said before, I'm glad he didn't show up in filmation. I couldn't even picture how badly, how poorly they would have wrote that character and all the intimidation and fright that he should have had wouldn't even existed in that cartoon. But yeah, Tyler, yeah, I just know that filmation would have wrecked him. Yeah, they, they would have cut his balls off. There you go, back to balls again. Um, <laughs> his personality would have been neutered greatly because he would have been a, a season three if they had done a, a season three. Or he would have shown up in the she cartoon or something like that. Much like how the Rock Warriors showed up in the she cartoon and Snout Spout were He-Man characters. Which is probably the route they would have went. And yeah, he, you know, even though there's some strong, very villainous moments in she I just kind of feel like yeah, King Hiss would have been you know, a victim of we were afraid of pissing off parents. So we got to make him as, as uh, bright as we possibly can. And, yeah, um, snakes probably getting tangled up with each other and stupid yeah, crap. This, yeah, this, this, the hands probably would be talking to each other and all kinds of silly bullshit well, and stuff like that. But well, I, what what's um, what stories were you creating as a kid? When were you first introduced? When when did you get the figure? Because obviously it wasn't like super brand new. So do you have memories well, of your yeah. first interaction having that figure? Uh, how how would you just integrate it with the stories that you were telling during? during playtime i got them brand new from hills i got all three of the segment from hills like I, I just remember picking them all out and uh i was just fascinated with you know this friendly face that was a bad guy like that concept of a, of a villain that looked friendly even though he's covered in this this you know obviously evil armor but the face alone with, with the smile on there I, I i was so intrigued by that and then to see the vicious looking snakes, like the, the head snake, and you get the snake and the torso here, and then the hands were snakes too. It was it was unbelievably villainous to me as a child. And um so it was um I, 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 just I love how Bruce Tim drew him in King of the Snake, man. God, yeah, God I mean, damn, was, was that I just I had no memory of that mini comic, though. And, and that, that's the best oh, no. is, is, is that Snake Attack was the only one, because I owned two copies of it as a kid. But that was the one that, and I have no idea because there were so many comics that I, I got with my figures that, you know, got either, it's hard to say what happened to them. I held on to a, a good portion of them as a kid. My mom put them in storage. But that one in particular, I have no idea what happened to that one. I had no memory of it until I bought uh, King Hiss again uh, uh, for like 20 bucks men on card when I was in middle school. And opened 20 it. bucks? Oh 20 my bucks. God. I, I just the toy store in New Jersey. I, I mentioned this before years ago on the podcast, but they were selling Clam Champ, Mosquito, the Horror Trooper, Scareglow, Ninjor, King Hiss, Rio Blast, um, I think Rock On, and maybe one or two others, all for twenty bucks a piece. Yeah. And I used to see this ad in magazines all the time, uh. and would think about. And I, I finally I bought Clam Champ for twenty bucks when I was in seventh grade. I sent a month. A money order to this this toy store in in New Jersey, and I got my first men on card figure since the '80s of Clamp Champ, and that's how I got the Horror Trooper Mosquito. I opened them all up, of course, because I was so desperate to see the mini comp. Didn't have internet back then, and but I kept all the card backs and everything. Like the ones I have on my shelf were the ones that you know. But yeah, I, I got them all for twenty bucks. You know, 20 
clubs. Good they God. were selling you know, the Silverhawks like the heart of like Windhammer for twenty bucks, which costs like five hundred dollars, you know, or two hundred bucks loose. You know, this is just surplus figures that were left over. And um, but uh, but yeah, um, but yeah, King Hiss, I, I I just thought was a phenomenal character. And uh, I did it wasn't it didn't bother me that much that I didn't see him in the cartoon because I would only had access to VHS for the most part, and I didn't see. Uh, tongue lasher until I got gateway to trouble. I rent when I rented that. I'm like, holy shit, it's tongue lasher. And um, so it was just more or less like you know portraying portraying how I saw him in Snake Attack, which was the only com- mini comic I had that he was in, and which was just this guy he's teaming up with Skeletor, and that they that they were buddies, and uh, that's kind of how I looked at it. You know, um, the fact that they were that he was summoned out of the. Uh, the depths of Snake Mountain, and you know they, they plotted against each other. Eluded me for a long time. I just thought like they were like you know evil villains teaming up, allies, and that's that's just how I always saw it uh, for for many years. And the Tongue Lasher and Ratlor were how they portrayed it in Snake Attack too. The Tongue Lasher is the guy runs his mouth. Ratlor's a mute, uh, and you don't want to piss off King Hiss or Skeletor. So that that's kind of I always saw that. And uh, you know uh, the depiction NYP, you know. Well, overall, it was pretty good, except for the the shitty part too, where they you know they get John Cena over and they're not worth anything. I, I, um, I was gonna ask about that because with there being so much of a gap between there, and I remember how excited you were when the Snake Men were coming to NYP, like really, really excited. J- Joe, you all right? Got the sniffies over there? Oh yeah. Okay, I just hear you. Um, I hear you because I had to, I almost had to get something to drink, but I have nothing to drink, so I'm like. I'm just starting to get dry mouth, and it's making me sniff. Go, but go, Joe, go get something to drink. Yeah, go get something to drink, yeah. Joe. Yeah. Don't don't torture yourself on the podcast. Yeah, there's sense in doing that. So I'll, I'll, I'll we'll we'll come back to uh, Joe and his thoughts on it. But Tyler, I remember how excited you were about the Snake Men coming into NYP, and you just said that for the most part it, they did an all right job. Uh, what would you have changed and done differently for the character? Um, well, was it was uh, it just you know, yeah. was it just King was it Snake Men entirely right? Not just King Hiss, but just like the whole faction that that you sort of had well, that they dropped the ball with. Well, especially so quickly, like you know, I feel like if you're gonna have an epic battle where where Zodak throws him down into the abyss of Blow Grayskull, that should have been like the last episode of the season. You know, when you're building and building, that they, they come in. They, they take over Snake Mountain. Skeletor and his crew are pretty much on the run or, or out of a home for a while. Instead, like when we see them again, they're going after Evil Inn, you know, and it's pretty much the focus of the Snake Men throughout, you know, most of season two and in building up to the epic battle at Grayskull where Zodak has to team up and confess he's the one that, that unleashed the Snake Men. But instead, we get this epic, you know, uh, build up of the, how they how they they come out. They 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 take out, you know, they they turn pretty much all the wars stone and merman falls apart so i thought he was dead which was like that's ballsy to do yeah. that I, I i thought and then they bring them all right back in the second episode which yeah. was like okay so everything that you built up with the saint man means now. they're no longer this big threat and uh i'm trying not to break my my momentum as joe comes in here with his pants off <laughs> knocking everything over yeah what the fuck damn nothing I, I need to I, I need to get Joe like a stand, something he can properly put his tablet on. Well, this is what I got. I got this um 
this metal piece. I got a Dollar Tree. <sighs> That's part of the like problem, pictures. Joe. That's the problem. And it's too damn small. I'm trying. Goddamn, sorry about that. Every, everybody, everybody okay, take a shot. I might actually, like, excuse myself to go get another drink, too. May as well. And then when I come back, then Tyler can go use the bathroom. And we can... Which probably wouldn't be a bad idea. Uh, I, I, I well, you know what? So we we may as well just make this a bit. Uh, I'll, I'll throw this question out to Joe while Tyler mostly gave his answer before Joe came stomping in and knocked his tablet over with his dick or whatever happened. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> swinging like a oh, go ahead. Well, what I what I posed to Tyler, and you probably heard him talk wow. about how excited he was for them to be introduced, and in, uh, the King Hiss and the Snake Men are coming to NYP, and he said that for the most part, those characters were were treated well. Uh, you go ahead and give your thoughts about what you were thinking leading up to it, how you thought that execution was, and what would you have done differently. I'll go make my drink when I come back. Then Tyler can go use the bathroom. So this can be the thing. We all just take a break during the show. It's our own little intermission. Yeah. Go ahead, Joe. All right. No, uh, knowing that they were finally coming to the cartoon was something that was exciting. Because, again, yes, as a kid, you know, I wanted to see them. But I knew as an adult that it would have been bad back then for filmation. But knowing we're finally going to have King Hiss and all the other Snake Men that we never seen, I mean, I was super excited. And for the most part, I was, you know, I was pleased with the way they're portrayed. I mean, just the thought of knowing I was going to see my favorite character, Snake Face, in the cartoon. I mean, I was over the moon. And then to see Squeeze in there, because I love Squeeze, you know, Squeeze as well. But I was wondering, you know, like, how are they going to do Snake Face? Because the immediate thought was, okay, he's going to look at everybody. He can turn anybody to stone instantly. And then, of course, they found their quick way of writing him out with, you know, the whole damn scene, his own reflection. Bam. Bullshit. And you knew it was going to. Yeah, and that's what I hated about it. So it's like, so I was pissed with that aspect. And you're right, all super powered, making it seem like, you know, nothing can stop then, but things change along the way. I, yeah, I wish things could have been different. I also wish that, you know, if it could have went longer, what could have happened when the Horde came? Because what's weird is, you know, we had the Horde back in the day, no Snake Man. Then we got Snake Man, we got a taste of the Horde and nothing else because we're so pissed. It's, uh, it's something I wish we kept, you know, could have got more of. That's the same thing with, you know, I don't know how things work and in fandoms. And, you know, we're talking about other stuff where I was reading the stuff from PowerCon. But I would love it. It's like, why couldn't they then have somewhat of a continuation? Whether it, let's say it wouldn't be a series on TV, you know, because I'm sure they probably wouldn't do that or on Netflix. But somehow maybe rate to DVD or Blu-ray, whatever format. Give us a couple like, you know, maybe three three movies or something that could extend and give us the horde we didn't get by the people that did the MYP cartoon back then, Mike Young Productions. I would love something like that. Is it something that will probably happen? No, it will probably never happen, but I wish it could because it could have gave us more. But uh, for the most part, I was pleased with how the Snake Men were portrayed, minus some parts, but otherwise I did, I did enjoy seeing them finally there. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, even though Snake Face is clearly like they just didn't know what to do and they, they just were going to be creative with it. And it just, it was very lazy writing on their part to just write him out like that. And, um, but everybody else, like I love Squeeze. Squeeze is my favorite Snake Man and I, I loved his portrayal in it. Um, even the addition where his hands kind of come to life is, 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 is like snakes themselves, like mouths and all that stuff. Yeah. And they, they were an impressive looking when you see the Snake Men all together too. Like they're just such an impressive looking group. You know, the the, the new designs were, were I even got the squeeze uh, stacks over here, men on card. 
I love um, that. The one I have on display right now, I don't have any of the others on display. But, How um, disappointed were you? Because the same with me was King Hissing the 2000X figure form. I was like, oh, that yeah, was I, just... When, when, that, when those came out, like, it was so disheartening because it looked like the rest of the toys, <sighs> you know, even though they were just a bunch of shitty repaints, and then the three Snake Man were done by uh, an outside... Well, it wasn't the horse. We all know. I don't. I, did they ever I, explain I why they did that? Did they ever explain why? I remember there was a lot of questions about it, and I don't know. I never recall seeing, because I, I was reading Q and A's all the time about about anything I could get my hands on back then. I don't really recall saying the reason why they did it, but I think it was acknowledged that there was another group that that did just the Snake Man, and I, I it's. You know, at that point, you know, the horsemen were designing all the variants, you know, and I'm sure Mattel had a lot of say in pushing a lot of the shitty ones out there. But uh, it, it, it's probably a financial reason. I don't think, if they had designed everybody else in the line, like Roboto comes in looking like, like he should, and so does Fisto. So that's why I kind of feel like there, there must have been a financial reason. Like, we got these three villains, give them the two heroes, and let's do no, nothing but a ton of repaints. You know, because too bad has like you know reverse colors and Cyclone's got you know I, I don't know it just had to come down to they were really pushing the Snake Man a lot and with that logo and the new look for the packaging and you're right it just it, it felt so rushed I was so let down because you can only imagine what the Horseman would have done with a King Hiss in 2000X style because oh. um, remember you know the only thing that pissed me off now that we're thinking about things that were made and we didn't get do you remember when the Staction line was around and we were supposed to get Faker and Cobra Khan in a two pack. From the horseman and it never I, happened. I do remember that, yeah. Damn, what a, another what if and let down. Like if they're talking about other kind of collector lines, now I know that you know PowerCon, that's not what they're talking about, but I wish somehow the four horsemen would be able to get back involved to doing some of the stations we never got. I would have loved it if they could bring it back because I'm sure molds still exist, or at least the figures Hell, do. I would like but to get us stations in general, like if we can get yeah, Ninja and Mosquito, well, we already yeah, got Mosquito, oh, but Ninja like new, like I'd, I'd even say, like not, not even 2000X space, but just new stations in general. From I'd start from the very beginning and just do a brand new line of just these, you know, of stations, like of, of you know, their, uh, their you know. You know, I mean, if you really want their to. Their visions of them are so great. That's what I mean. Could you picture what a Scaregull could have been like? And like we said, a Ninja or a Blast Attack, any of the ones that we didn't get in Stactions. Because those are, I still say, out of the 2000X designs, the Stactions are my favorite. Just like here, just look at that cloth. Look how massive mm -hmm. and badass he is. And just got, look at Tongue Lasher, this big. It's Tongue just, Lasher, damn. Web Store back there. I mean, and. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, Grizzlord was was phenomenal looking. That's why I just kind of feel like I would love. I mean, because when they when they uh, released the uh, the like the vintage looking He Man in the Staction form, which looked wonderful, it looks so good. And I, I of course I didn't get my hands on, it, but that's what just makes me want them to like the horseman to go back and do a brand new Staction line that everyone can have access to and do a a, a Staction line based on the vintage looks. But obviously, they would throw in some upgrades and modifications, but it would all be based on the vintage style. Like, Jitsu wouldn't have the hand that's like this big, even though that looked amazing. But it would look more like the vintage figure. Just, I, I just feel like there's... That's why I really wish... And I was just thinking about this yesterday, and I'm, I'm not retreading what we talked about last week. I just wish there had been something for the adult collectors. Like, if, if, if Origins was not meant for any of us, if they're really targeting five-year-olds... Why? Why was Super Seven told to stop making something for the adult collector? 
That's why I just wish there was something out there that, you know what, it, we could have our cake and eat it too. If you're doing something for the little ones, that's great. But why is it we could not continue with classics or something in the same vein as that that's meant for us? You know, that is well, I believe, a little bit of a higher nope. price point. I agree with you, and I think that probably the Masterverse figures that are coming that are going to be, yes, probably mostly based on Kevin Smith's cartoon, obviously, but I think those are the ones that might be probably uh, geared towards this. And you know what? Maybe that could lead to something, then, like you said, maybe a different subline for adults to where it could be based on vintage figures, but with more detail. Because I'll tell you what, everything that's ever came out, especially I remember when Classics first was announced, the amount of people that said they hated the look, they said they look like the vintage figures, but bigger. Be how, and then I remember wait, wait, hey, but were how is that even an issue? Like you're well, you're you're going well, you're going from one scale to something completely different. Like, well, here Nathan, I'll build in the order because this is probably where I, I should have started. Okay, we had the 2000 X line, and then the 2000 X line ended, and people were like, God, we wish we could still get something. They announced the stations and they look badass but and anybody i challenge you to say if i'm wrong because i know i'm not wrong not being arrogant asshole but i'm gonna say when the stations were first announced everybody said well that's stupid why didn't they just continue the figures i don't want a statue version of them then when they came out and they got them they're like holy fuck these are amazing and they were in love with the stations then when the stations ended they said here comes classics figures people said why can't we continue getting stations? Why do I want these figures that look like the vintage line but bigger? That's how it happened. It just kept advancing. But I tell you, it's what Tyler was saying and what you know we've said a lot. If they would have a stanchion line and if they would base something on a vintage, but like you said, with more details, I know people would eat them up. Most people say they don't like playing with their figures. They like to display them. Well, hell, if you got a cool stanchion that's in a badass pose and the horseman showed you, they can do it. Yeah, I, that's I, think why I, I trust them with everything regarding He Man. Like, it, 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 I do not question anything that those guys would Not at all. Out. No. So, if it, we we're getting a staction line based on the vintage figures and it's Blade, the vintage figure in staction form, here's my money. I'll see it in six months. Like, I don't, I don't care. Like, I, I trust those guys with, with every, every decision with He Man. I, I really do. Was, and yeah. I, I mean, I was thinking this too. You know, if we can't get a, a line, like, why can't we get some other things that I think would be a lot of fun and throwbacks to us as adults is like having a trading card series, like done by, you know, someone like Joe Dusko or someone who does like beautiful painting artwork of like trading cards for adults or adult coloring books as like fun throwbacks to the Golden Book coloring books, but meant for us. Like if, we, if we're, why can't we get something that all of us can like really be like, I, I would love to have it in this. I would sit down with colored pencils and color in an adult coloring book based on He-Man and She-Ra. I would love to collect a, an expensive, you know, single pack of He-Man trading cards with beautiful paintings of, like, He-Man versus Clawful, like, battle battle cards. Just like how Marvel used to do back in the day. I was just looking at the cards the other day that I got on display. Like, why can't we get something like that with He-Man? You know, if we can't, like, you know, with the Earl, imagine getting a bunch of, like, Earl Norm paintings in trading card form, but it's a single character. You know, you get Ninjor in this nice oil painting. You get Fisto in this oil painting. Then you have battle cards. You got uh, faction cards. You've, you've got epic moment cards. You know, you were like the birth of, of He-Man, like him transformed for the first time. The birth of She-Ra. Like, you, there's just so many cool things they could do. If we're not going to get a, a line that, that all of us can get behind and support, there's so many other alternatives we could get. I would be all about 
You know? And it shows people love it and would want it because just for an example of what you're saying, you'd love to see some new artists because I'd love to see new art as well. Notice what we have been getting. We're getting more cars that have art that already exists to put on there. We yeah. got Uno cards that took the vintage art of the box art and other stuff, and they're putting them on Uno cards. I'm like, okay, don't get me wrong. I love the art from the past. It's fantastic. And something just would be cool on shirts, but it's like, is that all we have to get? Is that stuff? Yeah. And now let's put on Uno. Let's put on a cup. It's like, which, can we have new things? Which makes no sense. Like, I like playing Uno, but to to waste that art on Uno cards is insane. Like, yeah, it's a very cheap, like, you know, look, I know people say, well, if we gave you someone new, you wouldn't like, you know, the new artists. Could you say they suck? And you, you prefer, why can we get the old stuff? Like, look, I think it's safe to say the community likes to have very edgy artwork. I think they unanimously like Earl Norm's artwork, William George's artwork. That ought to tell you something about what people want in their He-Man artwork. So when you go and hire someone cheap just because they're cheap and they're friends of yours and you're trying to give them a push and you're going to put them in charge of, of providing artwork for this you know, expansion line or whatever the case may be, like, yeah, we're going to shit on it. Or a lot of people are going to shit on it. Maybe not everybody. But, you know... Well, you know the people get it, though, Tyler? What's that? Well, I was going to say, not to interrupt you, I'm sorry, because I do it a million times, but when we're talking about artists who do get it, like, I'm going to probably butcher his last name, but I like Simon Soltow. He's the one that's done those beautiful oil paintings of Masters of the Universe stuff, and we've seen it in a lot of pages and places. He gets it, and he does that painting style. So that's what I mean. There are people that can do it. So give people like Simon and others that opportunity to create these new amazing pieces that could be, whether it's a great poster, whether it's put into, like you said, trading cards, or any other kind of capacity. That's what we should get. That's what we deserve. I would love to see more of that stuff, too. And it would be great. Picture, you know, you get the coloring book, has that beautiful piece of painted art, and then inside... Artists that do nice line art. And then, of course, we colored in just like we did yeah, in the past. Yeah, can you imagine doing a coloring book of Axel's pencils? You know, That'd they, be cool. Not getting anybody that does it, you know, at least now. They were at one point having people color his work that did his work justice, but now they're not. But to do a coloring book based on his pencils, like, I would love, like, not not the original stuff here, of course, but to have various illustrations to color just for the – and then they, you could detach them from the book and put them in a frame or on your fridge or something like that, you know? Be great. There's so no, many fun things that if you're not going to provide something substantial for the adults to have in terms of toys, then I we need to have some really good alternatives that I think we could all get invested in. And it, I just thought trading cards and, and the coloring books would be a fun fun throwback for all of us. Like I, I would be all about collecting an entire line of oil painting cards if you look at the Marvel Masterpieces that Joe Jusco did for 1992 Marvel Masterpieces, like, I think, 2018, I think, he did another one. Having paintings that look like that in trading card form of, of He-Man or Alex Ross doing, because he does, he's done some beautiful He-Man artwork. He's done a few, yeah. Yeah, so there are possibilities, like, to do, you know, some really fun things, you know, because I know Mad Duck has hired a lot of guys to do artwork, and some of them are really good, and some of them are absolute dog shit. Like, they just took a picture of the figure and just drew that on a poster. Like, that's not impressive to me. If they thought it was great, fine, but that's you're not going to get my money that way. I feel like these guys can look at a character and draw a very dynamic, original, brand-new pose and not make you feel like you're spending 50 bucks on just buying a picture of the damn action figure. Yeah, I would love new, definitely new artists to do this stuff because Mattel should know. Remember, we, we've always said this a million times, and it's what is a great part of our show is not only the figures, but the art 
is just as important to this pop, you know, property than the figures are too. I mean, they both just sucked us in. The art is what drew us to the figures, the playsets, everything. And, it was just amazing. I mean, and, those coloring book covers. Oh, go ahead. And, no, I was going to say that's what draws me into this as a whole, anyway. Like I, I've said this yeah. a few times already, the artwork catches my eye. Uh, it's it does the reason I like classics so much, and I these guys are in the chat now talking about classics figures. And uh, let me find Chris Paulson said, "I wish I had paid better attention and jumped on the classics line from the beginning." I agree. I, I was there when Tyler started getting them, and I'm like, "Those are cool." And every time I would come to his place, I would look at that exact shelf, all those shelves behind him. <laughs> As he was putting figures on there, I was like, damn, that looks really great. I should probably get in on this line. And I never did. And I waited too long. And I, you see here where, uh, do, 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 who was it? Sportimus is paying these. And I'm paying these stupid prices for these things just to get them on the shelf. But the point being, the art and, and seeing all of those classics right behind Tyler. Like, you can look at that, that middle shelf right there, right where his shoulders are. I would walk into that room and see that, and I'm like, God damn, those are cool. Those are so fucking cool. Even if you don't know all, you know even if you don't know all the characters, like, you just yeah. look, and you're like, what's the deal with this guy? What's the deal with that guy? You know, and you want to learn more about it. it that, that... I just look at this here. I look at this impressive tube as my favorite evil war. I mean, just looking at, you know... The, the the grim look of like these guys will rip you in two. They will rip you a new ass just looking at this guy here. And I'm like, why can't we get artwork that depicts this same level of intensity? Like, you know, I I, I often feel like, why, why are they afraid to, to scare people today? Like, what why is people are? Afraid? I mean, you know, I don't you know talk if to it's any the, of these guys you know, who do the the, the 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 guys that I like, you know, and um, oh god, I, I'd say his name too because he's he's done a piece of artwork for me as well. He, he's uh, I, I'm even afraid to say part of the guy's name. Joe knows who he is, too, because I think uh, Joe's uh, talking about damage. Um, Dan, Daniel, um, he's from Italy. Oh, God. I've never pronounced his full name, but if he's listening or he knows who I'm talking about. Oh, oh Daniel uh, Spazzani. Uh, Daniel yes, Sp yes, Spazzani, yes, I think. Yes, I hope I didn't you put know. your name, Daniel. Yeah. Yes, yeah, but, but you know, he, he does amazing work also. Yeah, he does. And, uh, he does. A very, very, you know, I'll call a throwback, but he can do anybody in that style. You know, I had him do too bad in an illustration for me in that style. But but he is all about these guys need to look like they will tear you in two. The heroes need to look like they look like the ultimate alpha males. The women look like beautiful pieces of artwork. Like they're, they're sculpted so beautifully. They are drawn, toned and. And beautiful looking, like you like the same way you would see in like you know the, the Frank Frazetta paintings or the uh, Earl Norm paintings or Joe Jusco. What look at how those guys depict Conan? Conan is muscular, badass, tearing apart, fighting monsters with beautiful women, you know stuff like that. And there's like when you get that kind of mentality, these guys get it. You know Kevin, Daniel, Axel, those guys get it. And I'm sure there's some others out there, uh, other artists I've seen over the years. One guy named Shaw. That's uh, the only guy, I, I, the only name I know him by. He did some beautiful words. Like these guys get the level of intensity that these guys should be uh, portrayed in, and that goes for all the merchandise. You know, I would not want to buy coloring books that has substandard pencils in there for me to color. You know, I just because they're cheap. It's just, and that's why. Look, I get it. Mattel is probably not doing that great financially. You know, they don't have a whole lot of properties to play around with like Hasbro does. And I'm not in the toy industry. I'm just saying, look, I'm a fan of this property. 
I refuse to settle for anything that is less than what we saw as kids. Errol McCarthy's artwork. There's a reason all these years later when we were little kids. I mean, I was three, four years old when I'm getting those figures. There's a reason why I'm still talking about his artwork all these years later from being that young. The card art stuck with me all those years because it was intense to see that as a child. Doesn't that mean anything to anybody? That all, all of us yeah. human fans all over this planet, we still remember the card art. That says something about it. it. Not because it was just, it was there, because it was fucking amazing. And the same thing with the slime yeah. pit box art and all the other things that we got. We still talk for a reason because it was quality. Keep yeah, and I don't know if, quality. like you said, yeah, I don't know, again, if it is prices or a reason, if it's too expensive, but I'll give them one thing. They are on a good right track, meaning when you're looking at the box sets, when you're looking at the Sky Sled Prince Adam, when you look at the Battle Cat box art, they're having that type of painted, which is good. It draws them in. They're finally getting back to putting pieces of card back art on the back. I like that. Even for upcoming waves, they're going to have pieces of card art on the front, like when they showed for Battle Armor Skeletor. The only missed opportunity, the next thing they have to do, you cannot keep butchering it's not being mean the mini comics make that mean something as well yeah. and then think about the way they promoted the line i'll give it to them at walmart to have a gigantic stand that has all the figures and on one side is that beautiful art of skeletor the other is he-man and it's but well, hold on it is bringing the people there they're seeing it so they remember they're like oh my god that is that's masters of the universe so i'm glad it wasn't just a cheap display where they just said Masters of the Universe and nothing else. They put the art on it so it made those fans go to it. So they are in the right direction. But I, I, I get that. But also, that display legit was at my Walmart for two weeks and then it was gone. Like to me, that that well, that's, not a, that's not a lasting that, impression to me. And I don't. I, this is well. That's the thing. It's what I want to put out to Mattel. Not. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut oh, you off. But this is what I want to tell Mattel. I don't know if there's a way to do it or even Walmart. I wish they would make it to where they say these stands have to stay in the store until all figures are gone. It, because, again, what I've seen, you've seen it for two weeks. You know what I've seen it at one place for? A day. Because somebody emptied off yeah. all the figures, threw them down the aisle where nobody could see it, and took that beautiful piece that was bringing in the fans. So, like I said, Mattel did something right. You, they had a great way of promoting this line, but honestly, when Walmart is just saying, yeah, go ahead and take it. You know, you, Honestly, you know what would work better in this regard? Not having an end cap display, but where they're, they're pegged on the wall... They're in the toy and in the background. Well, has, well, I'm yeah. saying, like, if you go down the toy aisle, what they should have are things that like can give it borders from where it's hanging. So when you're walking down the toy aisle, you see here's like this. Uh, here's Axel's art, just like I a miniature you. version yeah. of it that, that's have... like beside there. That way, it's something that catches your eye because end cap displays. Uh, people at Walmart don't give a shit about that. Those workers are like, all right, because the, the modular system. It's like, okay, we gotta get this out and put this here. Because that's how that works now. Oh, no, I know what you mean. Yeah. But I was just at least giving Mattel credit, meaning that's the yeah. way to promote the line. That, that beautiful art, it makes people see it and know it and remember it and know it's there. But, so they keep going along those lines, increasing stuff where it's having better mini-comics. And if we were to ever get coloring books again, again, make it memorable. Not a silly thing, because you can look back at, what, every single coloring book probably they made in the 80s for Masters. And it's all a beautiful piece of art. 
I mean, every one of them, R.L. Allen and Fred Carrillo or whoever, I, I think Fred Carrillo did some as well. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, he did some as well, but those are just all memorable pieces. And yes, when you opened up, a lot of time, yes, it was some silly art. Some is amazing art, but yeah, to bring that back would be great. And I'll tell you what, before we do, since we're done with King Hiss and doing this, I want to mention something because it's what Tyler did. When you were talking about all your very good deals on figures, I wanted to say this mini comic we discussed few weeks ago well, there's one thing well, I hate yeah about. that that's not a mini no, it's not, it's sorry, not mini sorry. joe um, well maybe you, you know my brain don't fun- mini comic. maybe against well, hey, joe's you big know, big function, floppy there- dick that comes and knocks everything over when he comes into a room Listen, yeah he's got to roll him up like a, like a water hose. <laughs> it goes 100 miles an hour that's why i was confused Dirt the original writer don't the have shit on joe amato on Joe's package. <laughs> well, like I said, I, I was crediting the people that were doing the four mini comics with the seven mini comics. My brain just goes a million miles an hour. Okay, the the comic that I have here that I hated the most was this page that I never looked at, and I wish I did. Oh, it's from yeah, the one. The, dude, toy. The, don't look at that joke because it tells you all those prices nope. when things used to. Well, that's the thing. Bad back then. I never <laughs> this. If well, the thing is, I don't know if they would accept a check or a money order because I didn't have no credit. Yeah, card just back send then. shit to them now. But if I, there's thing like, hey, yeah, I'll pay that price for this <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, send it to me. At the bottom, I don't know if it's going to show up, but it's. Laser light Skeletor for a hundred and fifty dollars card. C three card. Are you shitting? Look, could you picture that a hundred and fifty? I just noticed this when we did the review on that the other day. I was looking through. I was like, "What the fuck? How did I never see that a hundred and fifty? And you know that thing's what two thousand, almost three thousand carded now." I don't bother looking, man. It's it's disheartening. It's dude. I like when I'm at work. When I'm at work, I, I. I, and Joe's going to hate this, but it's how you find them on eBay. I type Motu Classics, and I'm like, all right, what what figure do I want? And then, as the dogs go crazy, I I start typing in a name, and then those results start pouring in. And I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. I'm like, Entrapta. Entrapta is a figure that I need, right? You look her up. Carded. She's like fucking $150. There was one. There was a... Uh, there, there was one that was on bid and i was looking at it, i'm like well i'll try to i'll try to win it or something maybe live on the show but then i started watching the bids just go up and, and the shipping's 15 dollars. i'm like nah it's not worth it it's not worth it but uh joe maybe the next time we do the magazine stuff because we do the show late on sundays we did it at earlier time Maybe I'll get that number and call him up and be like, hey, you still got that, that carded bullshit for $150? I'll take it. That I'll take it. I want to be available for that. Yeah, I got to see that go down. God. Yeah, you definitely will. Yeah, we'll have to do that all again together. So before we get to the question parts where you guys ask us any questions, um, this is the part. Ask us anything about mini comics, cartoons, wherever you want. Pop it here in the chat room, and I'll mention uh, one person on Facebook who put out, put out a challenge, and it was for all three of us, but I told Nathan, I said, I know Tyler no. will not want to Why are you this. even bringing this up? I actually went and <laughs> looked for it today and couldn't find it, so I'm like, all right. Well, well, if I can find somebody that can find these cheap for six bucks, first I gotta ask Tyler, I know he's gonna say no, it's no problem. <laughs> Do you like hot stuff at all? Spicy stuff? No, he's got acid reflux. He'll eat that shit and then it'll, like, yeah. destroy him. No. Yeah, that, okay. That's an automatic. Yeah, that's a health issue for me, so no. <laughs> well, this is this is up to you. You could say what you want 
me and Nathan to do. This person challenged all three of us to eat the Pocky one chip at the beginning of the show. It's a super hot chip. And then see if we can function while doing the show on the podcast. And I was like, well, I know Tyler wouldn't be able to do this, but. I'm not going to eat a chip that's got covered in extra demon cum. Hell no. I told you, Joe. I, I told you. you. Would you rather Would you rather that Nathan and I do that on the one when we to discuss a, uh, a magazine you or an episode with you? I'm saying it's a health issue for me because I got to chuck a bunch of pills to keep. No, no, no. He, what, what what Joe's asking is, would you be okay you wanna... if Joe and I did the we challenge did. on on the show and we have topics and Joe and I are struggling and you're just sitting there trying to talk? I figured you would. It's your I figured you would absolutely hate it because you're like, well, I want to do this, and you guys are over here. Joe's about to throw up. Nathan can't stop hiccuping. The well, whole time. that's why we had to pick topics that you know I don't give a shit about. So that way, if you guys fumble the ball, then I'm like, well, no harm, no foul, because I don't want to talk about the game. Anyway, so. <laughs> okay. You know, like we, that's when we could do the uh, commentary for the Islands. That way oh, you guys actually, you know what? Like, oh, that's God, that's a I'll great idea. Get really bad. I'll just sit here and like you know pick my nails that's, or something like that. Because it would just or, be straight up torture for everybody. So that's what we'll do. We'll actually do a commentary for the island and Joe and I will do we'll, It'll be we'll, we'll, we'll do the one chip challenge and I mean, we're doing this next no, week though? I, like coming no, up. No, just whenever no, we no. obtain the I could get these. I'm like I'm not ready to start diving right into this <laughs> bullshit already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we gotta still find these chips because they're too much on eBay. So we gotta see if we can find them cheap. Because so hopefully, guys, this this guy's challenging you to spend a shitload no, of money no, to no. buy food that you're gonna make you no, uncomfortable. I, well, I'll say this to Joe because I I was at Kroger. This was God, probably a month ago, right when I moved, and I saw those chips on an end cap. I, I went in today and I could not find anything. So I don't know if everyone bought them all. Oh shit! Or what? Because that was my plan. I well, was like, if I could find them, I'll I'll buy it, send one to Joe. We'll do that. But that will be the plan when Joe and I actually obtain this. That episode will be a commentary on the island, and everyone everyone okay, will be in immense that. pain, and it will be. Well, if you're able to find them and you could get them at that cheap price, do it because we will never pay online prices. What happens is, if I'm not mistaken, every year Pocky releases that chip. I think end of or somewhere in October towards November, and when they're gone, they're gone from the stores. But then people will try to sell them for six times the amount online. So if you could find it for the store price. Yeah, we could do it, but otherwise, it would have to yeah. be a long time. Unless yeah. any yeah, of our that, great friends can but find that it. Will, that will be the plan. Whenever those chips are obtained, we'll do the island commentary because that episode is fucking terrible. <laughs> okay, well, there, that will be when, whenever we get to it. <laughs> our it's horrible. Episode. It's now we so, get to our it's so good. Uh, I, 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 want, I want to trademark Nathan's fucking terrible, like, is like, is like, like we have that, like, like on the Dan Levitar show, we play that for certain like moments where we feel like Nathan, and then he plays the clip. Fucking terrible. actually, you know what? I it just, it, but it's I just... can go in there and just record that, and then find a way to intermittently like play it during the show whenever I want. Yeah, just have like a certain like just have it uh, like when we do the show because you never know when we might want to use it. Kind of like you know Russell Westbrook's what? Oh yeah, you know. Just have and just play it like in moments that are appropriate in the show, you know. But just a couple because I know it'd be kind of hard to like inject it immediately. But but I think having that, if you could get Russell Westbrook's no, what you know, like that, that would that would I, be I mean, but I just I don't like, know how that would I don't know if that would in and like 
any copyright stuff? Copyright I, I'm, stuff? I, I yeah, I'm not that, sure. But... Well, all right. Well, well let's get this. We, we need to have Nathan's fucking terrible as a sound bit that, like, anytime me and Joe That could be Joe, one. Can you believe this? And then Nathan plays fucking terrible, you know. Just... I'll, I'll have to finagle away because the problem with OBS that I noticed is the audio for stuff when I go to play it, like I can't even hear it on here in the audio mixer, but it actually plays for everybody else. So I don't, that okay. I can't comprehend, but I'll, I'll try to, to figure something out. All right. Fair enough. Well, man. let's but we'll get to our, we need to, we need to add to our show. We need to have like little sounds that we could play every so often or something like that. Sound bits to be work. Yeah. Those could be yeah. cool. And, and, so sport. Oh, well, sorry, sorry oh, Joe. Wait, I, I will, I will cut you off. Uh, one thing I did, one oh, yeah. thing I did want to kind of uh, address very quickly. It, it's a, a menial thing, but like the, and I forgot to change it, but the purple here in the bottom right with the episode number and the thing, I meant to make that like a brighter color, and I totally forgot about it. And then when I opened OBS five minutes before we started the show, I was like, ah, oh, shit, I meant to make that lighter. So it, so so it would pop more. So uh, apologies on that. Was was Grimbot giving you? No, shit about no, that? no one was. It was just a thing that's been kind of bugging me. But go. Oh, go don't ahead. worry. I'm calling. I'm calling regular size comics, mini comics. I'm confusing two different writers on two different things. So it's all good. Sportimus has a question. What do you guys think about the 12 inch Mondo Masters of the Universe figures? I mean, oh, I, like I said, I think they're great. I had somebody still don't know who it was who sent me one in the mail. It's an amazing piece. A lot of interchangeable parts. And Why does you Joe have the money, get all the shit it. from people? Send me things. Damn it. Yeah, send me. Yeah, stuff, come on. You know? What the fuck. You guys can send me food. I want to. I All want Joe to say wants that. is food. I'm like, you can food. send me these Mondo figures, and Joe's like, can someone yeah, send guys... me stale ass chicken in the mail, please? I'm yeah, serious. Did, did Joe? Did you get mad? Like, Are you saying I'm poor? Are you saying there's something wrong with me by sending me this toy? <laughs> Fuck you. Go to hell. I I literally tell you guys. You don't ever have to. I appreciate it, but you don't have to do that. I am happy with a Hershey bar, a pack of ramen noodles. I get excited about food. So you can send me the cheapest thing, and I am the happiest about it. So it don't take much to please me. But for the whoever sent that, thank you. It's an amazing figure. I can't afford to buy the others, but they are good. At, I mean, they're really badass when you have it in person because when you're just seeing pictures, thinking, oh, they're kind of cool, but damn, those are expensive. But if you have the money, they really are fucking cool. I don't know if you've seen either in person, but... They do look great. I came close to pulling the trigger on them once or twice. Like I, I was really like, like came close to like getting a Faker or a Skeletor. And I just not because I, I had the money to do it, but I was just like, ah, I'll just hold on to my money. And you know, it's just one of the things where I didn't want to get habit where you know, because I, I, for me, I have to look like weeks ahead to make sure that if I spend this money now, I get a bill coming up in two weeks. I got to make sure because oh. you know, I get paid every other week. So it's just. You know, just one of those things where I'm like, I probably should wait. You know, on it, but I, I'd like to have them. Um, I don't have to have all of them, but it'd be fun to have at least one. Yeah, I, I should have pulled the trigger because I, I really did like that scare glow a lot. I probably should have gotten that one, but I didn't, and now it's gone, and the prices are stupid for that. I know all the other ones are readily available or in stock on places like Big Bad and Entertainment Earth and everything, and I've thought about it too, but then there's part of me that looks at certain ones like Skeletor, and I'm just like, something just seems slightly off about this yeah yeah i'm with you on that one too that, that i kind of felt that way about he-man like overall yeah. it's fine but I, like there's just something a bit 
Um, I don't know. It's just you know, it'd be fun to have at least own one. Like Merman's looked really good. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought I thought it was pretty badass. I thought the, but, um, the Man in Arms one looked really good too. Yeah, yeah, Man in Arms looked pretty good too. But just, just you know, just you know, I, I a lot of times I, I'd rather put my money into buying like original art from Kevin or Axel yeah. or, or something. Like I, I mean, so with kind of... with the money that you could spend on one of those, I could get like one and a half classics figures. So mm-hmm. why why? <laughs> Why not? Priorities. Yeah, priorities. All right. Um, we. I was just going to say for Adam Gabbert, we did answer that a couple weeks ago. He said, how do we clean our figures? I said, we either dust or use the air spray, but we've had that. But thank you for that, Adam. Um, Aaron Anderson is somebody that must roll in the money because he said the Mondos look cool. He said, but they're finicky to handle. Well, like I said, the He-Man, I have it. I mean, seems like it handles and the interchangeable stuff is great. I'll admit, I love... I love all the different designs, like how they kind of gave it its own unique look. And I'm not a fan of the vintage head on that. It don't look right, but the new head, it fits the aesthetic of that piece. But I'll, I have to say the vintage head just doesn't look right. But I still respect what they did for fans who wanted it. Um, Sportimus said, which evil faction is the most to least powerful? So he's saying Skeletors, Horde, or Snake Men. So he's saying from the most powerful to the least powerful that's an interesting one i mean uh god damn i uh, i was wanting to say the horde first then skeletor and then snakeman it's not being a dick it's just whatever my opinion is but i don't know i'm gonna go with skeletor skeletors thinking of all the horde and what they've accomplished and then the snake man damn that's a tough the horde, one the horde I, have the biggest like their 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 territory goes the farthest like you know they they they're over you know like they they run a lot of ethereum whereas skeletor is just fighting for control of any part of eternity so in terms of that like the horde technically because of the empire, yeah because i didn't know the the context of when he's saying power i don't know if he was powerful yeah, I mean, or like you said you ruling up like just the faction stuff like aside from like what what the horde empire has or what horde yeah. has accomplished like just the faction itself i mean i'm always gonna pick skeletor as number one because him and the evil warriors are always my favorite anyway but i the horde would be number two and and, and the snake man would be number three and it's not yeah, a slight at the snake man or anything like that i just have to look at you know the snake men don't have a lot of magical powers in them. Like King Hiss does, but that's about it. You know the the horrors got a wide array of, of various warriors with various powers. The snake men are they are snake men with different abilities, but not in terms of you know like I just kind of feel like their powers are not as unique as the horde and the evil warriors. They say all of those individuals have got like you know Trapjaw is a walking arsenal. You know Evelyn is a sorceress. You know, Triclops has got enhanced vision and and, and sword skills. Yeah, there's such a variety to the evil warriors, there, there and the is. Horde has you know, a lot as well. Control, even though Cobra Khan can control snakes, Beast can control any damn animal on the planet. You know, so and, there, it's, and you got to think like power and numbers as well, because Snake Man, when you think about it, like your core characters, definitely a lot less compared to the other yeah. two factions too. So. Yeah, you could kind of throw, like, with the Snake Man, you could kind of think, okay, well, if they brought them all, they have all the other, remember, Snake Warriors, just like Horde Troopers. But, no, either way, yeah, I'm almost going to go with the order of what he put it up there where he did say Evil Warriors, Horde, Snake Man. So, i do that. And this is the one that's going to have to go to you guys because I'll admit I don't know any of his other work. Gavin the Nerd said, question, do you like Mark Texera's other work? For example, he says, I loved his work on Ghost Rider from the yeah, 90s. Yeah, Ghost Rider and Punisher was badass, dude. Like, he, he did some, uh, 
I was telling Nathan a while back, there was an issue of Punisher I read, uh, which was like uh, the movie Cobra, where Frank's inside a grocery store and like these four or five guys come in wearing hockey masks, or one of them does, and start to rob the grocery store while he's just grocery shopping, grabbing essentials. And of course, hell, you know, all hell's going to break loose with the Punisher taking out these guys in a grocery store. And it just made me think of the beginning of Cobra. And uh, uh, yeah, his his work on Ghost Rider and, and uh, Punisher is, is is phenomenal. Like it's 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 it looks different because it's inked differently. Like there's a more there's it's what we see in the many comics. Like if I if you hadn't told me, like it, you know what I hadn't realized that when I was younger that it was the same artist. I to look at them both, you would not know it's the same artist because the style looks completely different than what we saw in He Man. Yeah, but beautiful work. Love his stuff. When it comes to '90s Ghost Rider, my dad was huge in the motorcycles, so it was kind of the best of everything. Because during that time, we were super into collecting comics, and like, yeah, I was reading the comics, but uh, as I stated before, artwork is what really draws me into stuff. I don't even have to read dialogue or anything, and I think that's what's sort of great about certain things when it comes to comic books, especially like mini comics or whatever. You don't have to, if you can tell the story with the draw, you don't need any of the dialogue, period. So, uh, 90s Ghost Rider was kind of our jam for a little bit because we, we would show, and cool. Dad was just constantly attracted to that character. I, I think that's still one of, if not his favorite comic book character to this day. Uh, and Tyler can tell you that flipping through the comic book collection, and my, there's there was a lot of Ghost Rider there. There was yeah. kind of a lot of everything, but Ghost Rider, like he he just sort of got into, and I was just like, oh yeah, I, he would just go buy that shit for himself. It's like here you go, check this out, and I look at, <laughs> I'm like, oh, this looks really awesome. So yeah, fantastic stuff. That must have been cool to have a little like like you said to have that connection with your dad yeah. or something that you guys kind of like in it, common. It's... It it really was because he. I've told Tyler this before. Uh, whatever, I'll go ahead and open up to you guys about this too. Uh, when I when I was young, uh, man, where do I even start with this? My dad originally uh, had this one Harley. I I think he had bought it used, but it was like his first motorcycle, and he never grew up with a lot of money. So when he was able to get this, once he got a, a better paying job, he had that. He was like really really super proud of it. And the the funny thing was he worked second shift at the time. So when he would come home, it would be around 11 o'clock at night. And I would stay awake just so I could see him. So he would pull up, and we'd had the uh, the it, the garage. It was just like this really shitty cinder block building, but that's where he kept his bike. And he would go in there, and I'd greet him, I'd hug him. And then while he's like getting his helmet off and everything, I would run out the door and lock him in that building. And then my mom would have to come and unlock it and, and get him out. Uh, well, a, a, a couple a couple years later, he got laid off from that job. And the thing I never realized as a kid was we were having yard sales like all summer, and like he sold that motorcycle, and I, and I couldn't understand it at the time. But we were about to be homeless, so he he sold his bike and did all that just so we could like pay rent and keep a, a roof over our heads and all the birthdays and Christmases that followed from the time that he got laid off until the time he actually got called back. I, I would never would have known the difference because it was just like any other birthday or Christmas. Like they put me ahead of anything ever, like whatever was going on 
and they also made sure that I didn't know anything was going on. And that's just one of those things that just resonates with you. So the, the whole comic book thing was sort of in that too, because that's like at the time you have variant covers. This is when the comic industry was about to just like fall on its face, but th- they were cheap. And that was like a good source of entertainment. And that's something that it's like, all right, well, here's a comic book. We don't have to go and like buy this figure or something this week. So it's, it's weird that parents do all that kind of stuff. I, I don't even really know where I'm going with this, but the fact that parents can do that and just not make you think that anything's going on is pretty awesome. And I don't know. I, I appreciate, I I appreciate that they didn't, I look back on that now and I'm just like, holy shit. Like they were probably internally like, Oh God, what are we doing? What are we doing? And I never knew anything was not wise to any of it, but the comic books was just a, a good cheap way to entertain and he really got into it sorry i kind of like rambled on jesus no no that was that was a great story shows the love what parents will do for us you know to protect us and like you said try to make sure we're always safe or happy and anything and no that's a that's a hell of a story shoot i think we could just end it with that i mean uh well there was a couple things uh hame said uh led lighting in your man cave uh, I'll go ahead and tell you guys this too. I got a new computer desk that's going to be coming. That's going to be like massive. I'm going to get another monitor so I can actually have OBS just on a monitor to itself and everything else on another. And LED lighting is something I am looking into to kind of like put in behind to backlight everything. So yeah, that has been into consideration. Rich fucker. <laughs> no, that's that's pretty cool. I like that. No, that's that's great. You talk about what how else? you were almost homeless, and they're just like, yeah, you son of a bitch. I'm already son of a bitch. Damn it. Um. Well, I, well no. Adam Gabbard said I'm excited for Joe Amato's birthday. Is isn't that today? Am I wrong? It, no, no, no. It's not today. I wasn't gonna. No, that's the thing. I don't bring up my birthdays. That's why I wish he wasn't putting it there. He already said it's next week. It is next week, but I didn't want to make it a focus of the show or say, "Hey, it's my birthday, guys." Because well, I don't. We want, uh, Joe. Moving on. Good. Now. No, really, really, I don't <laughs> want you guys to acknowledge that next week because I just, I don't. I just, uh, I like just being calm, relaxed at home, have some good food. I will have a seven piece from uh, Popeyes because just to let you know that one place. No, because the one place quit <laughs> doing it, and I thought they were fucking done, and I was pissed. I was like, what do you mean? I went to go get that Popeyes. It was uh, last week. And they said, we don't do the seven piece no more. I was like, what you mean, just for now? Or like, no, no more. I was like, what? I was like, damn, so I just got a classic chicken sandwich. Well, I had a test of theory. Went to a different Popeyes. It's about a couple miles further down. They still have it, so I'm excited. They have the seven piece at Popeyes still. So at least now you're going to go back to the other one and be like, hey, you guys are bullshitting me. Fuckers. The they know exactly. The off, off his neck and he can go on living now. So ju- just, to be, just to be clear, Joe Amato's birthday is the 29th? Yes. Okay, yes. there we go. So next yeah. week, Joe Amato birthday celebration. What will we talk about? Who knows? Yeah, right? No, no, no. But I, I was extremely pissed when I thought they were done with that chicken because I was like, the next alternative is a 12 piece for like twelve ninety nine. I told you, I was like, nobody can afford that. So it pissed me <laughs> off, but at least he got it back. So that's it. I mean, that's ridiculous. Twelve ninety nine. Oh wait, oh, there, there was someone in the chat. I. I probably should have made note of it that said that they went to Popeye's and got some chicken and said they weren't impressed. 
Who was that? They said they what? Yeah, they didn't like Who the fuck it. was they, that? They... We can ban them from the chat. This is bullshit. Who said <laughs> if you're still here, you say that right now. Uh, don't fucking put down Popeyes. It's amazing. Let's see if I can just bullshit. search. and. Oh, it, it was Jason Havlick. I had Popeyes chicken yesterday and was really disappointed with it. It was not spicy. So there you go. Well, maybe he got the one that wasn't spicy because they have the seven-piece dark and spicy, then they have the regular seven-piece dark. But I'll admit, even the spicy one isn't spicy. I got to bring home and put my hot sauce on it. But I like hot sauce and honey as for taste. Oh, fuck, we're just going on a stupid yeah. tangent. All right, um, that's it. But, yeah, all right. Um, that's it? No, all right, more, guys. no more fun questions? Like, there was, people. There was no more. Well, there, oh, wait, hang on. Joe may have missed something. I'll, I'll go ahead and, and flip through. I'm disappointed. Someone, Come on, guys. Get, so, so, one uh, someone shoot us one more equality yes, question. Yeah, one, one equality answer. question. No bullshit question. Yeah. Like, I, I, I got to end the episode on a good question. You know? Yes. And Jason just popped up. He said it wasn't. No, true. It, it isn't spicy. It tastes better than the regular, but it ain't spicy. I agree, Jason. All right, here we go. Gavin, Gavin the Nerd said one more question. Have you checked out three That's not jokers? a good question. One of the best. What? The Three Jokers, it's one of the best Batman stories he's ever read. I, I don't know. I'm I don't sorry, read. there's only one Joker, and I don't like seeing anything else, so I don't know what that is, but what, I'm not interested. What is the... <laughs> uh, let me do a Seinfeld. What's the obsession with, with Joker and, like, peeling back, know more about him, whatever? Like, I don't understand that. I, I don't either. Why people feel like they, 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 it's so exciting to hear about the mystery, like, unveiled. <laughs> it's like, you guys clearly don't, don't get it. <laughs> Zendron said, butt plug, yes or no? Son of a bitch. For, like, See what like, you did, Tom, well, you I, I mean, well, you gotta be more specific. Is it butt plugs for, I mean, we're not even gonna get, holy shit, what are we doing on this show anymore? Jesus Christ. I'm tired. Oh, like, like, we're not doing drink. this anymore. I'm not doing this. <laughs> Podcast is over. That's it. We end on a butt plug yeah, question. Someone told me to come, and they told me, "Yeah, you don't need to come." And he said, "All right." He said, "You don't need to come." Like, I wanted to come. I'm like, all right, all right, all right, I'm done. I can't do no more. It was magic. Go, go, go check, really? go check out Ultimate Warriors Confession on YouTube. They splice together yeah, an interview. Yeah, it's Joe, hilarious. Did you get mad like when we brought that up to you years ago? Did you get mad like you know about that video, the Warriors Confession? That you know, because I know Joe watched it. So I'm just curious, you know, because Joe, Joe's offended easily by damn near everything. You know, did it leave a mental scar on you when you watched the Warriors Confession video? I I don't like looking and remembering some things. I told you there's some people that if they've done something, said something bad or say some weird shit, I try to ignore it because I try to remember these some <laughs> these people as who they were in my head. Yeah, it's terrible. That's, I think that's another reason beyond, like I said, not watching trailers for upcoming stuff. I don't like hearing that behind the scenes shit. No, I, 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 that's, I what, like, that's, that's something I would argue with Joe as a friend. Like, that is just ridiculous. Like, can't trailers. Like, can't. Hell, hell uh, when Nathan played that uh, that Hulk Hogan Mean Gene Porno <laughs> sound clip, it's just a clip from them doing that workout video, but listen to it. It, sound, it like, sounds yeah, like a porno. Sounds like a porno, and it is funny, but I'm a Hogan fan. Like, I didn't take offense to it because, like, that's what it is. And, of course, coming from Nathan, it's even funnier. Come on, come on, Gino. Eyes of Hulk. Oh, Hulk. Uh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, people, people, yeah, I hope, is, is there anyone in the chat room who doesn't know what war, the ultimate word confession is? Is there anybody? Because I, I, I got to know this. If you're not going to answer it, give us a quality question. At least tell me that you know what ultimate word confession is. Uh, well, uh, I'll be honest. I didn't even watch it. I don't know what the hell it right. is. I don't oh, think I, I watched it. Well, we'll send you the I link. Sportimus has two questions. 
Uh, what are you guys hoping to get for Christmas holiday this year? And what are you guys thankful for? And then uh, with that, I automatically think I'm thankful. I'm not. I'm not Ricky Rude, or as he say, Rick Rude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love the throwback to '89 Survivor yeah. Series. There, yeah. I'm thankful for having the most ravishing body in the He-Man fan community. Oh. Yeah. Can we just like end the stream right now? No, no you, you, day, no, you, no, you. Well, I mean, I, I, I guess that, we could go and throw up now. I suppose. I think I'm going to. Um. All right. Well. Anyways. Uh. Yeah. I hope for anybody that's new to this channel, make sure you like, subscribe, Did share, ring the confession. Joe's trying to steamroll my thunder here. <laughs> I, I don't know what this is. is. Joe didn't what the what the hell is this, what the hell happened to the is it real? What happened to the end is of this show real? tonight? Yeah, Joe, it is real. I will send you the link after. You know what? I'll just. just I, think. You know what is, I should. Is it a joke or is what it I really... should do is just like pop it up on the screen now. Window share it so everyone can watch it all together. Yeah, that. no. Let's do it. I don't end the podcast. I want Joe to watch it. It's just someone who edited Warriors Works together. Is all it is. Oh, it's not like it's... okay. I can watch that. Hang I thought on, you no, meant it was like a... Here you go. Oh, God. Oh, it's so good. Are we going to get copyright stricken? Are they going to kick no, us I'm off? No, I'm, I'm not going to play it on the show. I'm just going to send you a link. Oh, so I thought... You know, I'm starting to feel like me going and getting that second drink during the show was just 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 a little too much. I'm not going to say that I, I'm not like over the top or nothing, but like I'm starting to feel a little bit. Anyway. You know what I want? I, hey, hey, I just thought of something I want for Christmas. If if um you fans or people can help me out, there's like three comics that are in Friday the 13th Part 3 when Shelly's in the Mart in that, you know, when he's looking at the porn magazine. Mm-hmm. There's three comics. There's like a Master of Kung Fu, something to say Ghost Joey, and another Master of Kung Fu. If you guys can figure out what fucking issues those are and let me know, I'd like to try to order those things. Cause, uh, Master of Kung Fu is a good comic series, man. You gotta, you gotta read those if you get them. Yeah, one. I'd like to get the two that were there. It was two of them. I think they're on the rack, and there was one that said Ghost Joey. I don't know if there's some old comics that says Ghost. I'd have to go back and look um, at it. Yeah, yeah. If you guys can figure it out, I'd appreciate that. I think, I think and, the, uh, the chat's just sort of, like, going in different directions. There is, and also, too, someone had asked what happened to Pixel Dan. Uh, he oh. Bell's palsy. He has a, a bout with that that had happened. So. Oh shit! Yeah, so I didn't know that. thank God he said I think all the tests came back and he's doing great. So all prayers and well wishes yeah. sending your way, uh, Dan. You know, yeah, because I seen he post that and boy, it's just you know again, it's a thing you you just take for granted everything of everybody. You know, you're always hoping everybody is healthy and you know, and when you hear something like that out of nowhere, it just uh. It just makes you, you know, think it, about things. And, so, yeah, hope it needs well. and that's weird how that happens, too, because it's not like it just, bam, it's there. There's, that no one knows, mm-hmm. like, what causes it or whatever. It just happens, and that's that. Yeah. But he did say the test came back yeah. positive, and I think everything should be, you know, praying that everything's good. Yeah, so, yeah. And, uh, for the most part, a vast majority have a, a decent, if not full, recovery from an episode. But what you also have to worry about is like you know we're all wrestling fans on this show like jim ross has had multiple bouts with it it's something that can reoccur so it's something to keep an eye out for and and it's harder for uh dan too because he's someone that's like in the public eye that's what he does for a living you know he makes videos on the internet for you guys so to have something like that that can have facial paralysis affect your speech that like that that is a, a huge deal like 
with that and even not like if you're not on youtube making videos that's still a huge deal and a, a thing that you have to really worry about so yeah th thoughts go out to pixel dan definitely well joe go ahead uh, go ahead and do the do the spiel no one's coming here to, all to right. say, yeah. say anything well, if about you guys are new to the, no yeah if you guys are new to the channel make sure you like like subscribe share and ring that bell so you can always be notified when we go live and until next time have a powerful day there's a new sheriff in town and his name is roger hammond no, uh, 48 hours bingo i need to watch i go. need to watch that again God, it's so good. So good. Definitely. Yes. <laughs> See you guys next time.